If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast. There we go. Figured it out now. (laughs) What it was was I'm number three, not number. I mean, I'm number two, not number one. So you adjusted one, but you really two. Yeah. And you adjusted eight for me when I'm like, no, I'm seven. You're like, no, you eight. But the crazy part is I turned one down. I was like, oh, there we go. (laughs) Really, nothing was happening. The placebo effect, ladies and gentlemen. I remember when I was like doing my hearing test for SEPTA, and it was like they put the thing on it. It was like, yeah, like raise, raise your hand, hand. I'm a, I, and I was doing this, and the lady was just looking at me, and I was doing it. I did like four or five times. She was like, "It, it hasn't started yet." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was just raising I just, my head. I just got this ringing in my ear. Apparently, <laughs> shit, just you know what I'm saying. She was like, "I haven't started this shit." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Like that'd be a problem, huh?" Like that, like. That that really don't help you out and yeah. shit. That don't really assess where I'm at with it. All right, I'm sorry. I show you I'm alert though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm waiting. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipatory. Yeah, I'm anticipating the shit. Uh, Realest podcast ever, episode 129, I think. 29. Yeah, 129. 20. No. Yeah. Whatever. 129. It's in the notes. Is it? Where are the notes? It's in the notes. The notes I, I sent you. I opened four different apps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like, in the maps. Right. Cooking app. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the podcast, the map. I went to the fucking Texas, and then went to the notes. Yeah, uh, episode one hundred. Yeah, one twenty nine. One hundred and twenty nine. Uh, we just want to say sorry for being off last week. Uh, prior week we were here. Week prior to that, I was sick and yeah. out. Last week, Matt was sick. It's get sick season right now. Yeah, I, I had a, a COVID scare. I thought I had it for a young second. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Right now, everything is COVID. Let me tell you. So my throat was sore. So I was like using, you know, halls and Ricolas and and I'm like, yo, I'm not, it's like, it's sore, sore. Like yeah. it's never this fucking sore. Then what fucked me up was my foot fell asleep while I was at work. <laughs> it's like it's over. And I, <laughs> that was it. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, yo, I, I, I texted my homie. I was like, yo, ain't gout like one of the systems, the symptoms to uh, COVID? COVID? He was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, gout, nigga. He was like, you have gout? I'm like... So what the fuck? My foot just <laughs> fell asleep just out of nowhere. But yeah, my foot fell asleep while I was driving the bus, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's I, a wrap I for that shit, man." Like, but no, we're all good. No one has COVID. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. Nobody has COVID. We're all clear. Yeah. Uh, niggas just getting sick and shit. And uh, you know, when you told me your symptoms, I was like, "That don't really sound like COVID. That like just sound like ate some ass." Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? And and shit went left. No what? Well, <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> I don't want to lie to my people so I'm there. But it's like, nah, that that's like normal shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a fuck. I'm engaged, Regular Tuesday, I'm an engaged so. man. You know what I'm saying? The fuck. But it's like, uh, um, 
it's one of them things where you become like a hypochondriac. Yeah. Like in this era that we're in, this this COVID era, yeah. anything feels COVID. Everything media related is like COVID. Uh, the governor just shut the state down. He got tired of fooling with us county by county and shut the state down. I, you you want to hear my thoughts on this? Yes, absolutely. So I drive the bus. Everyone knows this. I'm going to talk about the last two days driving the bus. So Saturday I did the 27. Okay. 27 goes from Plymouth Meeting Mall down to Broad and Carpenter. My first trip, you started at Plymouth Meeting Mall. Plymouth Meeting Mall didn't seem astronomically packed. Normal, buy, you know, boss guys. Just yeah, yeah, be yeah, people yeah. in there buying $10 shoes and shit. You know, doing what they do. Bro, I come downtown, come down the expressway, get off, hit 15th, hit Broad, come around City Hall. The Christmas Village, my nigga, it was 3,000 people out there. It looked like Times Square, like where it's like 50, yeah, 60 people yeah, waiting yeah. across like, the like, light. Uh, home Alone. <laughs> the Christmas tree is lit up. It's four or 500 motherfuckers at the Christmas tree. Then you come around City Hall, they're doing a light show on City Hall for the Christmas joint. But, but it's outside, so it's okay. In front of the skating <laughs> rink where it's 2,000 people on the ice. And I'm just like, are we shut down? Quasi, because this is happening in the the major city of Pennsylvania yeah. at the city hall. So I'm just like the day after the shutdown. At, wasn't the day it? after the shutdown, <laughs> this shit started Saturday. This was Saturday. Oh shit! I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like the whole night, it was just packed downstate. That, yeah. them, them, they got them horses and them carriages out going around Love Park. I'm just like, yo. There is no, there, there is no shutdown. It's like if you down to be outside, we not really shut down. And my thing is, I'm gonna just keep it a buck with y'all. The numbers are gonna keep going up. Of They're course. not gonna slow down. They're not gonna stop. They're gonna keep rising. I saw a thing the other day that was like the deadliest day in U.S. history was like eight thousand people died from some shit. I forgot what it was. Then the second deadliest day in U.S. history was nine eleven. Like twenty nine hundred people died. Yeah. Then the third. Uh, most deadly day in U.S. history was like Pearl Harbor, like 2,700 people died. And it was like number four, last Friday. Number five, Monday. Number six, last uh, Thursday. Like 2,000 people are dying a day. Just and, routinely. Just In the last week, it's been like yeah. no for the top 10 deadliest days in U.S. history, six of them are within the last two weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's just like, yeah, that's wild as fuck. To see like last Thursday next to Pearl Harbor, right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> But the numbers ain't going to stop. You know why? Because y'all are playing about the shit. My thing is this. What the fuck is the shutdown for at all? If the number's not going to slow down, and pe- they closed the gyms in Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, I, they had already had clo- gym closed in Philadelphia. I don't gym in Philadelphia. I go to uh, Edge and Media, yeah. Granite Run. They closed the PA gym. So I'm like, man, I got to go to Delaware. You know what I'm saying? And go to the gym. So my homie yeah. like, I mean, you won't really take the ride. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, it's what I be doing. I'm, I've dedicated myself to this shit. Right. He like, and I'm like, it's probably going to be packed. He like, man, people probably, they probably just going to chalk in the chill in the crib. I'm like, no, nigga, no, people that's, that's in the gym. I walked in people the gym. Work, people that work out, work out. I walked in the gym today. It was like walking into the media gym. Oh, she was up. Well, all right, now, yeah, like, everybody in there. Everybody in the gym down at Christiana Mall. It's packed in there. And I'm like, this is more dangerous than having us at separate, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mayhem. Yeah, but I mean, apparently uh, Wolf caught COVID, so that was the whole cause for the shutdown. <laughs> Wolf said, oh, y'all playing games. Yeah, y'all, <laughs> oh, this shit really, really, really going on, huh? Y'all playing games. He tried to do what uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms couldn't get done yeah. in Atlanta. She caught COVID. She said, I'm shutting this whole shit down. The, the, uh, the governor stepped in and said, you shut this motherfucker down, I'll kill everybody yeah, down there. real talk. Like, you get sick, I'll kill you. Yesterday I did the 54 um, on Lehigh Avenue for overtime, and uh, 
Yeah, it's a lot of COVID out there. Pray for Leah. If, if, are you, do you believe in God and shit like that? Yeah, absolutely. If Jesus does come back, he would have to start with Lehigh. Like, it just start there and work his way out. Because Lehigh Avenue is in rough, rough yeah. shape. That Like, every other line from us has been, like, affected from the COVID. Like, where it's like the ridership is down and people ain't really out there. Not the 54. Lehigh Avenue. Anything east and west. Lehigh, Allegheny, Dolphin, all of that. Yeah. It's normal. Well, North Philly is its own. Cecil B. Moore. North Philly is like has graduated from its own country to like its own universe. Like the the people on the fifty four are the most. It, it, they're the most ridiculous people. <laughs> I have. I, I, I can't because you know I do the twenty seven. So I'm going to Plymouth meeting. Yeah, that, like that's what I deal with on the bus. At people. some point, the nonsense drops off when no, you're going to Plymouth meeting. There's just no nonsense at all. Okay, everyone who gets on the bus is going somewhere. Has a reason to be out there. They're going to work. They're going to somewhere. They, you don't have to say anything. Everyone has a mask on. They'll they'll mention t- to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before before you have to say something to somebody, that it's just you get. To, I pulled out the 54 yesterday. The first stop, like pulled up to 33rd Dolphin. It was seven people waiting, one with a mask on, and I'm just like, this is what the fuck we about to be in for today. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. Motherfuckers begging. I, I haven't heard that shit in months because yeah. I, I haven't done the 54. I haven't done the 54. Oh, the AOG is back. Is back out. AOG, yeah, I get oh. a ride. One nigga last night. Gets on, and he he's like, "Yo, man, I just got robbed." Older guy, he's like, yeah. "Yo, they just robbed me, man. Like, they took my bike. They took Eric. Like, I, like, I'm just, I felt bad for him. Like, Jane, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. He's like, yeah, man, this shit is getting so ridiculous out here. Like, people just terrible. And I'm like, it, it, yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to get home, young brother. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm just like, it's cool, dog. Go, don't worry about it. He went back and sat down. Thirty seconds later, he was on the phone. Yeah, I'm on my way there now. Yeah, <laughs> you still got him, right? I need three of them. Huh? <laughs> Looking in the mirror like pussy, nobody rob you. <laughs> oh, you think you've been robbed of as your dignity? You lying motherfucker! <laughs> like, they ridiculous out there, dog. In a pandemic, he just with, was, the, with the heartfelt robbery story. He gave me this whole rundown about them stealing his bike and everything else. Nigga on the phone. I'm like, how you keep your phone in robbery, <laughs> dog? Like they ridiculous. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Poop <laughs> In my boot. They ain't get the iPhone, baby. I, I keep the razor in my boot, baby. They <laughs> ain't get the Obama phone. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Dog. It was Too ridiculous. Many contacts in that jump. I had a nigga get on. Yeah, I'm a uh, retired war veteran. I served two tours in Iraq. I only have 78 cents. I'm like, why, why are you telling me this? Just put whatever you have right. in there. Go sit down. Like, drop it and take yeah. a seat, sir. <laughs> drop it and take a seat. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, Iraq was like mad long ago. <laughs> Yo, it's ridiculous. You didn't get man. your shit together. Post-Iraq. You God, go out dang. there on that, John. Nigga try to bring a pit on the bus. I'm as a service animal. It's like, that's not a service animal. Not with a rope around his neck. Rottweiler. <laughs> Rottweiler <laughs> with a rope man. around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Straight rope. Like, Nigga, that's a blue nose. That's not know, a service animal. It's, it's the Lehigh Avenue is nuts. And then when you get down Kensington and you like. Oh, that's, listen. I haven't seen it in years because I, I don't do the 54. That shit is a different world. You really, really see them like just. Once you, You're like, this is a lot, man. Once you cross, uh, like, like if you're going down Allegheny. Once you cross front, that's when it all shifts. I was going to say, like, fifth. Oh, no. Well, fifth to front is poppy land. Yeah. I will say this. Seeing that them Puerto Ricans have made it look like Puerto Rico, 
is admirable. <laughs> Seeing that shit to where yeah, like they, I mean they own buildings everything. are in ruins and everything. <laughs> like all right, yeah, yeah. Like they, it's admirable to see y'all make it look like Puerto Rico. That's it's cool, I guess. But once you get to Episcopal Hospital, that's when it just oh, yeah. the shift just happens, and you make that hook onto Kensington, and you when you when you see the lawnmowers for sale, that's when you know like lawnmowers. yeah, <laughs> I'm in a wild little area now. It's just it to me, it's insane that. That can go on in Philadelphia. Well, you know, seeing you, people just living on the street like that. You've said it. Before. I saw somebody shooting up yesterday. You, like you said daylight. it before, though. It's like seven different Philadelphias. Like yeah. there's like drug zone Philadelphia. There's Tent City. There's Rich Philadelphia. There's Black Philadelphia. Then there's like Southwest, which is like its own, <laughs> like its own thing unto itself. That shit and then wild, there's like man. everywhere else. That that shit was was it was. It was wild to see. And I'm just like, this COVID shit not going to slow down at all. Because y'all have these partial shutdowns that don't really make any sense. Yeah, three-week shutdown because the governor got COVID. It's like, okay, you can't go in any restaurants. My thing is, when you see that many people at Love Park, at the Christmas Village and shit, (laughs) it's like, if one person has COVID, that shit is susceptible to everyone that's Two, three thousand yeah, people. At the very bare minimum, they've at least been exposed to it. Even if they don't catch it, they've been exposed to it. So I'm just like, at that point, it's survival of the fittest. It's going to be. It's going to be determined by how strong your immune system is. My at thing that is point. seeing that shit. I should be able to go get Brussels sprouts from where the fuck I want to go get them from. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? There's my whole thing is there. I I want to see the not to mention New York, Jersey, and Delaware are open. Yeah, I want to see the science behind like the indoor dining shit. Like, because I don't particularly right. Like, how many people caught COVID as a result of indoor dining that was socially distanced? Like, show me those numbers. They don't have them. So it's just a situation where it's like, well, based on some shit we heard a year ago if you indoors you're more likely to catch it because it lives on services but you can spray Lysol it's just like it's just so many different varying factors that goes along with it and none of it is truly based on anything like my thing is being a bus driver how is it that Governor Wolf can shut down a restaurant for social distancing but then have a bus that's 11 feet wide 40 feet long and put 40 people (laughs) you know what I'm saying saying? it doesn't make any fucking sense like for all of that we should be able to go get fucking food we're literally motherfuckers is standing next to each other on this motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm. I it it just doesn't make logical sense all the way around. Not to mention I can literally go ten minutes across the bridge and, and do whatever party the fuck like it's nineteen ninety nine. Whatever the fuck. So I want. it doesn't make in the, the part. If y'all are gonna shut it down, shut it down. Yeah. That's the only Cause way. Because prior to this new shutdown, we were all the city of Philadelphia was already on a shutdown. Right. Prior to the whole state getting right. shut down, and it didn't. It doesn't feel like a shutdown. No. You can do whatever you want. You just can't go in a restaurant and fucking eat or go in the gym. Right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Everything else, King of Prussia Mall is open. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. It was booming the other day. My, my homie told me KOP was booming. Are the barbershops open? I think motherfuckers are sneaking in open, being open. I don't know. They're supposed to be closed. They are supposed to be closed. Barbershops, hairdressers, and gyms all supposed to be closed. Okay. So that's, basically, we, we, we right back to fucking March at this point. Nah, ain't nothing gonna be like phase one. I ain't gonna hold you. I like phase one. Yo, that shit was like, you walked Phase out, one was lit. You walked outside, it was like, yeah, it was like overcast. Like you could the- you you could walk on seventy six. Yeah. <laughs> Phase one was the shit. 
Gas was like a dollar ninety. Motherfuckers was afraid to go outside because they didn't know like what the penalty was. If yeah. you was outside or you wasn't a citizen. People thought they was gonna get hit with the stick. <laughs> yeah. As soon as motherfuckers realized what no repercussions, yeah. they was back outside like never before. And I'm Ain't like, no sticks. <laughs> we out, we out here. Motherfuckers yeah. just finding shit to do. Motherfuckers yeah. jogging, driving scooters, all type of silly shit. Phase one was lit. Yeah. I remember that. You could get up and down 76 in seven minutes. Yo. Motherfuckers was afraid. I remember my one homie put his uniform on to go to get liquor. <laughs> it was like, if I get stopped, I'll show my work for something. I'm, I'm essential. <laughs> Niggas was definitely scared. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers was getting laminated letters from the hospital, all type of shit. <laughs> oh, my man did ask for his uniform on to go get liquor from Delaware. <laughs> 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 Niggas was petrified to come out the house. Real shit. Phase one was the truth. You could really just get up and down 76, no issue. No problem. 76 be packed again. And then somewhere around like April mm. 15th, they motherfuckers realized like, oh, ain't no penalty. They not mm-hmm. stopping By the time Memorial Day came around, motherfuckers was like, man, we out here. Like, fuck that. None of that shit mattered. So my thing is that the partial shutdown shit has just become just, it, we've exhausted it at this point. If y'all going to shut the things down, shut everything down. Yeah. If you not, let people rock. Because- the partial shutdown doesn't help us. And like I said, if on January 4th, y'all can show me that the numbers have taken a significant curve and that nobody else is dying, cool. But if on January 4th, 2,000 people die and the, and 150,000 new cases, it's like... Yeah, you got to stay shut down at that point. That's that's my whole joke. It's like, when the fuck do it get back to where, okay, yeah, y'all can go to the gym. Y'all can go... What, it's like, what three-week period have they had over the last nine months where... The numbers precipitously dropped. It doesn't exist. Like, if I cut <laughs> off too much of my mustache, it ain't going to be good in three weeks. <laughs> How the fuck do y'all plan to turn this shit around in three weeks? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's just, it's, it's just stupid. It's honestly, the. It's, it's just dumb. It's just very dumb. Yeah. And I get y'all want to be like, oh, we're doing something. You know, we're not yeah, just. Something as opposed to nothing. Yeah, basically, we're not just sitting on our hands. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's like. I, I just, as for me, going around the city to where I can physically see this many people at the Christmas Village, this many people at King of Prussia, this many people at the gym in Delaware, this many people yeah. over in Jersey. This People are still migrating to where they migrate to. My man Chuck made a very good point the other day in the gym. He was like, when y'all do these partial shutdowns, all you're doing in actuality is increasing the chances that people get COVID. Because now where... Five of us go to this gym, five of us go to that gym, five of us go to that gym, five of us go to that gym. All 20 of us are going to that one gym. Exactly. To where if one dickhead got it and he would be around yeah, those four, now we all, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah in, in, the, in actuality, the partial shutdown is actually fucking people up more. People are going to find ways. Putting people or, more at risk. People are going to find ways around a shutdown to do what they want or need to do. Yes. They're going to still get done yes. what they need to get done. You can still get on a plane and go to Miami. Go fucking anywhere. Yeah. Like Vegas is open like a motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. super open. So it's just one of them things where it's like. Now Jules is coming home next week from Qatar. Oh, is he? Yeah. So to go back to Qatar, it's like, wow. And he was like, it was funny. He was hitting me and Liam yesterday. It was like, yo, so when I get to America, do I got to take a test before they'll let me leave the airport? And da-da-da. I was like, what makes you think that? He was like, well, in Qatar, when you come in, you got to go to a hotel for seven days. The hotel you go to, you have to have booked prior to leaving Qatar. Oh, when you come back, you got to go to that hotel for seven days. You got to test twice. Be negative, and then you got to go to your house and quarantine for another seven days before you can be out around people. And I'm like, 
why would you think that was going on in America? He was like, I, America's like the greatest nation on earth. I'm like, nigga, America's the ghetto <laughs> compared to the rest of the country. America is the trap. <laughs> America is the trap. <laughs> America is bankhead compared Amer- to these other countries. Uh, America is Darby <laughs> compared to <laughs> Not the rest of Darby. Like, regular, like straight Main Darby. Street Darby. Yeah. <laughs> Go down Woolen Avenue, Darby. Frank's Darby. Like, <laughs> real shit. The hat. America is fucking Kyle Wynn out this joint compared to the rest of the county. Real shit. Like, fuck no. Like, you land, nigga, you free. <laughs> Turn up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but he coming home next week. But, yeah, going back to, like, these other places, you see nightmare. You see just how different it is. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have the hotel booked before you bounce. That's crazy. So that basically means if you leave, you need a definite return date. Like, it he, ain't no— He got to go through, like, all kinds of shit, like the embassy. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And everything to like to come and go back. Like the Dang. shit dog, because they really on some like you come like um one of our homegirls went to where the fuck did she go? I wanna say she went to Turkey. One of them places. Okay, somewhere in the Middle East. Somewhere over there. Maybe not Turkey. One of them. But she flew through Qatar. Like Doha was her layover and shit. Yeah. And she was thinking like, oh, you know, when you get there, you know, maybe I come holla, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> they not letting you leave the the room. Right. Like when you come off the plane, yeah. go in that room. It's a bucket in there <laughs> just in case you got pee. <laughs> like, Don't leave. You come out, we going to hit you with this dick. <laughs> and then we'll escort you to your plane so you can go to the next Damn. Room. Like them other countries not fucking around. Yeah, that's how you control a pandemic. You come to America with a five-hour layover, you can go get some hookah. <laughs> <laughs> come back to the airport. Real shit. America's the ghetto compared to a lot of other oh, countries. It's, it's trash. It's wild. It's trash. But no, nah, yeah, other countries is really, really not playing. I saw the video the other day where it was showing how a lot of countries didn't even know that the pandemic shit was still going on. Oh, like that's how far removed because they've they just are. like eradicated everything, and yeah. they're like back to like normal life, and there are like no cases and none of that shit. Damn, yeah, it's wild. As f- you got to see it. Like motherfuckers was just out going to fucking festivals and picnics. Like, what and- pandemic? I'm still on. I know we did. We knocked that shit out last year. <laughs> Hey, it's over with. Good luck with everything. Y'all niggas <laughs> still sick? Yeah. Shit bad. Shit wild, man. Damn. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, I knew none of this shit. You knew none of this. You've been off. Uh, people been hitting me up asking, where's Matt? Where's Matt? You've been off the socials for like, what, a week now? Week and a half. Week and a half. And uh, people been hitting me up asking me like, you know, where's Matt? Where's Matt? Where's Matt? Is he okay? I'm like, yeah, he cool. He just hates y'all. Yo, I, I, <laughs> I, it's it's so crazy when you like delete a social media. People really be like. Yeah. they they You, you like, you cool. <laughs> but you've done this before. I've had motherfuckers hit me out of the group chat. Yo, I just want to see me and you. You everything all right? <laughs> see you out on the gram and shit. I'm like, you could ask this in front of Chad, nigga. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> is everything all right? Like, dog. No, really what it be for me is like, social media just be like a burnout after a while. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing over the last like two, three weeks, I've seen a lot of people that are like social media veterans like, I'm over it. Like, they just are wore the fuck out with social media. I yo. think we've just really gotten to a place where it's like social media for me. It, I use it for like 
The only thing that I'm like annoyed with, I'm actually it's it's kind of cool now. I can't see the workout pages that I follow. Okay. But the couple guys I follow that do dope workout sets that I be getting shit from, they got YouTubes. Right. I found them on YouTube. I was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Never <laughs> oh, coming man, back. Fuck that. They on YouTube. But so that was a little annoying because when I would want to go see something, I'd be like, go to, ah, shit, I can't. Yeah. I'm not logging in for that. Fuck that. But I found out my man Joe Andrews got a YouTube and, uh, uh, what's the boy play for the Steelers? Um, Joe uh, James Harrison. He yeah. got a YouTube, so I'm like, oh fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you good? Yeah, so I'm straight. But um, Instagram in particular, Instagrams is just like, what is happening on this joint? It's like, I what mean, is this? Instagram has turned into Shopify. Uh, first and foremost. Um, you can buy anything on Instagram. So you know we're gonna do the award show next week. Y'all sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We got a lot of hot shit for the <laughs> for the award show next year, fourth annual, and we always do most ridiculous caption of of uh, the year. I saw a caption the other day. This is like my last day before I got off Instagram. It, it was so you know how always just like they're they're already ridiculous. Just yeah. in, in the, I saw the caption, young lady, young lady who's pretty okay nice looking and she has a nice little job and everything the caption said a bitch standing on my head is the only way she'd have one up on me and i was just like huh you know what i was like wait what it just like shit like that where it's just i know she was in a crib work like hold on no, just no. shit like that where it's just like what what <laughs> she, is the she, reason she wrote and deleted that like what is the reason you just can't post a picture and just go like it is just too it's funny cuz i listened to one of our old episodes the other day in the gym and uh i want to say it was quarantine season episode 104 or 103 one of them okay but you were on there talking about you being out at the club and realizing this shit is just like I'm it, over it. Yeah. yeah, like you was like the Truman Show is finally yeah. coming to, and you was just like everybody's fraud, everybody's lying, every, and you like I shouldn't care, but it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I'm in it, it forces me to care. Right, and it's like that's kind of where like it's funny because the whole Meek situation we were talking about, and it's just like it's ridiculous because it's some Meek shit, but it's just like. It kind of backdoor makes sense because yeah. that's how I be with like social media where it's like y'all get on my nerves, but I, I like I'm in it. I'm, I'm like too deep in the shit. Right. At, at, you know what I'm saying? I'm too deep to let go at this point. Like my, my uh, who was it the other day? I think it was Lee. It was just like, make a new page. And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Start from scratch? <laughs> from scratch? Fuck is wrong with you? Where is Scratch? From Scratch. <laughs> where is Scratch? Where is Scratch? Like, we don't say where's Scratch. We just shut this off of air and everything. <laughs> like, where's Scratch? Like, what? Shoot me? I've met I'm a lot. Starting from Scratch? I've met a lot of dope people off of social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of dope things. No, for sure. From social media. But it's just, sometimes I, I just be so perplexed at things that go. Because, like, why are y'all like this? Like, why do y'all live for nonsense? Like, people... Because I don't live for it at all. So that's why I just be like, is it is it something wrong with me? No, it's not. It's what it is, is that people have become totally, like, desensitized to, like, violence, to extreme acts of, like, whatever, like, like shit that was 
like um like would be on like most shocking or too raw for TV and yeah, shit like that. Twenty years from TV, ago, you know, like you shit. see it a hundred times a day on Instagram. I saw now. somebody's body get like ripped apart at like a. a he was working. That at sounds, like a, sounds plausible. He was working at like a construction factory, <laughs> and he like reached into something and it pulled him in. To the joint. And I'm like, why is this shit up why and down this, the timeline? Why is this online? Like Somebody sent it to me. Like, you went out of your way to send that to me. Yeah, like shit that you would need to get government clearance to see 20 years ago. Yeah. It's just readily available on the internet. You got a good point. So it's like, so when, pe- so when you have that dynamic along with, like, the lifestyle shit and all of that shit, it's just like, it, it's basically put to a point where people are almost like robots like yeah. they're not even like processing a lot of what they see a lot of what they're reading stuff like that they just kind of like just showing up for the show you know what i'm saying and they just taking it as like entertainment but it's like no it's like a lot of real life elements like attached to what you're digesting and i don't think people realize the effect that is having on them mm-hmm. on, on a lot of different fronts and the like the rapper lifestyle and all of that shit is literally driving people crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that part of it is just like making motherfuckers go mad because they are so obsessed with the, like the one percent. The, 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 the thing that trips me out is that people uh, associate a decent social media presence or 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 not even a presence, but like a. Uh, a decent social media like presentation, right? With being in a happy life or happy lifestyle, yeah. to where if you don't have a social media presentation, what's up with like when people there? Let's be like, <laughs> Yo, I ain't see you post on the gram last couple of days. You all right? And it'd be like, <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this, man. I just had breakfast. No, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this. I'm not gonna believe it. Like I ate three square meals every day <laughs> that I didn't book. No, <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this. But it's like, nigga, I went to work today, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a bunch of candles. Me a nice that's bad body work. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell it's like you. We in the we in the if you didn't post it, then it didn't happen. Error. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I had my man straight text me and was like, "Yo, you you cool?" And I was like, "What's up? You heard something?" And he was like, "Oh no, because I know you be like, you know, you going through the whole health shit. Like I ain't. I, he's like, I just I seen you wanting on shit. He like, I ain't know if you was like, you know, what I'm saying a spittle or something. And I'm like, bro." <laughs> If 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 they take me in this middle on some random un, unannounced shit, I'm not going to delete. But that's not what I'm going to be like. Hold on, before I go under the knife, I mean, like that that don't before make, y'all put me under. Yeah, like that don't make sense. Deactivate man. my shit, doc. It, it's crazy as fuck. Yeah, no. I had a Talee straight talk to me the other night about it. Like, why aren't you on social media? She's like, why aren't you on the gram? And I'm just like, I just I just not on it. I ain't feeling it. And then her mom walked in. I'm like, I know you ain't call your mom about this. She was like, no. I know this, I know this isn't an ambush. <laughs> Is this an intervention? <laughs> okay, ambush you like uh like they did academics on Clubhouse the other day. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'll probably get back on there this week to talk about to post the uh, award shit. Yeah, I need a I need a again. break from social media. Um I, I I need a break. For, you know why. For obvious reasons. I need a break. My my whole thing with Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. 
Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Twitter was one thing because I unfollowed a bunch of people down on Twitter to where I like only follow like, like eight people, 40, 50 <laughs> people and shit. But th- there's not that much fraud, at least visually, on Twitter. Oh, it's yeah. It's only no. with so much visual fraud you can pull off on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you have to like have words. The thing with Twitter is a lot of people are just stupid. They yeah. just their their opinions are dumb. Yeah, and people the, don't have the uh level of intel the the right level of intellect to navigate through Twitter effectively. Right. They're not interesting enough or have good shit to say. But it's literally like with Instagram, it's like a a, a chick will make like grits. Cinnamon rolls, bacon and eggs, and posting to be like, you bum bitches wish you could, and then just be like, well, I don't understand why. <laughs> Them cinnamon rolls is on sale two for three. Hey, hey the grins, <laughs> man, they sell them at the dollar store. <laughs> it's like, what? What is this? Bum bitches wish Yo, you that, could. Yeah, that shit is is crazy as all hell, man. But you know, it's like I could go on for yeah, days. Every, about- everybody's spicy on the gram. Everybody, my girl fucking just came back to Instagram the other day, and she hit 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 everybody with a it, it's the me for him, and I just wanted to like punch her in the side of the Yo, head. Like, that's definitely like on there right for next here. week. Just like just punch you right in the side of the head. That's definitely up there. It's the me for him. Oh, did you see? Speaking of Instagram, probably not. Did you see? This is right before you deleted your page. Well, deactivated your pages. Did you see the girl Ming Lee came Has out with Instagram? a caption book? Yeah, I did see that. The caption book. 125 dope captions. I thought it was more than that. Oh, however many it is. It was it's like that, 300 or something. It said because a great pick with a with a bad caption is like an Instagram sin or something. Is an like Insta is, is a social media sin. Yeah. I hate all of you. I'm curious what is that? She's going to sell out. She's going to sell a zillion books. Yeah. Because everybody's fucking dense and dumb as a motherfucker. You know, I can see, I'm like 50-50 on it now, I guess, because I've had time to process it. For me, I would never. But I can understand the, cof- the coffee table aspect of like yeah, having yeah, it yeah. on your coffee table to be like kind of silly or whatever. But the the problem is there are people who are going to get this book and be like, God, I look good in this picture. me. <laughs> Get my book out. What do I do when I'm a badass bitch? <laughs> yeah, like, you know that. My coming. thing is, is there an index? Like, is there a table of contents? She said it's for all. Like, uh, how do we? How do we? How do we index for all situations? How do we? In, does she have the captions broken down by situation? I guess like shit on these niggas. <laughs> shit, uh, on these <laughs> shit on these hoes. Ass too fat. <laughs> <laughs> More paper than I know what to do. Do it like I'd imagine. It's like I have a know. TMM problem. Yeah. Too much money. Yeah, shit I, like I, that. I'd imagine it probably be because she said it's for all different situations. So I'd oh, imagine it's nut show. Different sections. My thing is, these people can't even read, and they're gonna buy a fucking caption book. How does that work exactly? I've reached this point in my life. I'm never against the commerce aspect of anything. So if you could get money out of people for silliness like that. Oh, yeah. If you're I, you know, smarter than your consumer and you're able to make money off of them, do you I fucking think, think? I think like with Jeff Bezos. Like Bezos figured out how to be worth $200 billion selling junk. Yeah. Absolute junk. 
Like the shit that they used to sell at Jerry's Corner and at flea markets. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. That's it. It's junk. And you can get it in bulk if you subscribe. Like if you re- you remember Sears and Roebuck, the yeah. Sears catalog. Yeah. Sears sold quality shit. They sold mattresses, great furniture, everything. Yeah. You remember Finger Hut? Yeah. The Finger Hut catalog. Finger Hut still holding on. Finger Hut sold great quality shit. The problem Amazon with, sells air mattresses. The, the it's, problem it's with just uh, shit. The problem with Finger Hut now in 2020, even though they survived somehow, I don't know where they got this cash infusion from, is that they is like comparatively speaking to Walmart and Amazon and Target, mm-hmm. they're just way too fucking high. Yeah. Like that's the problem with Finger. Like Finger Hut could be more successful because there's a credit aspect to it, where it's like you could use a credit card. Well, the thing that's what I'm about to say that was the thing with Finger Hut. You could break shit down in the payment. So it's like, yeah, you know, you can go get the mattress from you know Sears for two hundred dollars, or you can get it from us for thirty one payments of eleven ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? And people be like, oh shit, eleven ninety nine, that's fucking great. You know what I'm saying? That that's where Finger Hut used to cake. Yeah, you yeah. don't realize you're paying eleven hundred dollars for this mattress <laughs> by the time it's all done. Because exactly. you got eighty two more payments on this shit. But you know, it's like I'm not against the commerce aspect of anything. Because if Jeff Bezos can be worth two hundred billion selling junk, you could be worth a couple million selling Instagram captions. I ain't I ain't tripping yeah. off of that. But my thing is like for the people who will turn around and like really, you know, sight. You know what I'm saying? What <laughs> you they, know they gonna be tagging Mingli like it's going out of style. Like yeah, this this last caption, you know, I gotta write a bibliography <laughs> where I got where this I got the caption yeah. from. I don't wanna get like you sued. know that you know what I'm saying. So that's where it's like all things. I it's it's like uh. trying to think trying to think like how something gets intended for one thing but then used for another like uh like a maxima like a car okay you use that to get to and from work or you know <laughs> like uh you use it to get to and from work or to and from school it's a, it's a mode of transportation yeah. until you go crazy and drive through a crowd at a rally now, yeah. you're using it as a weapon. This shouldn't it's be like, used. Remember you was like when chicks got bald tires and they essentially, the car is a javelin? Like <laughs> 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 a javelin on wheels. A javelin on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking javelin. But that's really what your car be in the winter when you're tired. Yeah, you, sl- you slipping and sliding. Like at up. any given time, the shit can just go a fucking javelin. But yeah, it's like when you take a car and drive it into a crowd of people, you're not using it for what it's intended yeah. to be used. I had a good conversation with my cousin West the other night, and um, we don't really talk a lot. He he does, He's just a quiet guy. He doesn't talk in general, but he called me specifically about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, cuz, like, I'm late, whatever. He's like, our other cousin, Brand, he put him on to it. He was like, I'm late. I'm playing catch up, but, like, I love the show. He was like, yo, y'all having real conversations on there. You know, y'all having adult conversations. Y'all talking about the important issues that motherfuckers need to talk about, this, this, and this. And we was just talking. And it led us to, like, just about the whole social media shit and people losing their minds mm-hmm. on Instagram and shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, I'm like, I was like, what people got to realize is that Instagram is a tool. And with a tool, like, if say if I got a hammer, I can fucking put some sheetrock up. I could put up some nice fucking uh, beautiful paintings. Or I could bash, bash my me. fucking brains Right. In. Same thing with Instagram. I could use Instagram to fucking make money, to scale a business, to create social media presence for, uh, for me or for whatever the fuck. 
I got going on, right. to highlight my accomplishments, to show my family off, whatever. Or I could use it to run a campaign to diss a nigga for eight months. Or I could use it for to fucking get on here and fraud and create a fake lifestyle that's not what the fuck I really got going on. You so with a, a tool can be used for multiple purposes. Yeah, and then, you got to determine if you're going to use it for good, bad, or other. Then the other day, my homie hits me. This is where it's like shit just took a hard left for me this past week. My homie hit me and was like, "Yo, bro, um, I ain't even know you do cruise reviews." And I'm like, I, I don't. Do I didn't either. <laughs> I, I don't do cruise reviews. What the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, me and my wife was looking at cruise reviews on YouTube. I seen your joint. You was talking about you, your first cruise experience. I'm like, I've never put that on YouTube. So what are you talking about? He sends me the link. He sends me the link. He Because he was like, me and my wife going through cruise reviews. And I seen the joint. I was like, oh, shit, that's Matt. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He sends me the link. When he sends me the link, I'm like, oh, shit, that is Matt. That is me. I, I'm like, what the fuck? So I go on YouTube. It. Somebody took my IG story from when I uh, was talking about me and Lee going on a cruise to the Bahamas and uploaded it on YouTube as the cruise review for the Mariner, for the Royal Caribbean Mariner of the Sea. So I'm just like, hmm. Look. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I've never, never talked to anyone about this. So I don't, I don't know how this happened. So I went to their actual YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, they got like 25,000 subscribers. Yeah. And I'm looking through the videos. They got my power reviews up there. Oh, and I was just like, like you know, how you like question yourself. Like, did I take that money out? There? <laughs> I'm like, did I start a YouTube channel? I ain't like really know. Like, you know, did what I'm I saying? click yes when the so nigga text me to monetize? It this made shit? me. And so I've seen people say this every now and then. You should like Google your at name yeah, or you see what comes up. And I YouTube. I searched Matt make me sick. My videos are on like multiple pages and That's i crazy. yeah and i just was like all right i gotta chill man like you know what i'm saying like and it it just was like i don't know i i, I you know i might come back but I, i'm just like you yeah, know that's I mean? pretty wild. Because you really just, and like we always talk about it, like once it's on the internet, it's just up there. Yeah, so you just and really. It belongs to everybody. It belongs to everybody. So it's just like, yeah, you really never know where this shit is going to go and where, you know. And for me, like I said, I live my life in just like a positive manner at this point. So there, there's really no silliness in me when yeah. it comes to certain shit. Like, you speak ill on me, that's one thing. I ain't tripping about that. You, you know, whatever. You ain't going to never see me. You speak ill about like my family, some goofy shit like that. It's probably gonna go left. Yeah, and 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 it's just like I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Like and and it just because people have gotten away from sensible interaction and i watch it where it's just like not even shit deep pertaining to me just i've seen it with like just in general just people love what they call the tea yeah i don't drink tea i don't i don't i don't i don't need this even if it's fake tea they still love the tea i'm just one of them people where it's just like i'm at this point yeah and i've and that's the i think that's the biggest part for me i've realized i really don't need this shit Right. Because I met from, and that's the crazy part where, like, I was saying it to my homegirl the other day. I've met a lot of people off of this social media shit. Everyone who's funny, I meet them, and you know what happens? 
They ain't funny. They ain't funny, yeah. These they, motherfuckers be mute. They be. I, I realized that years ago. You, like, you, you realize the, the, the facade aspect of it because yeah. it's just like, oh, you're really not entertaining. You really don't have anything to say. Yeah. You have no perspective. You have no, no yeah. insight. When you, can, when you can type in a race and figure out what you want to say, you good. But on a human to human, like you can post memes all day, and people yeah. be like, "Yo, you funny as shit." But it's just like, for me, I've met a lot of motherfuckers, and it just be like, "Damn, dog, you 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 don't even have like a a, a good vantage point on a lot of situations." Right. To where it's like, if something happened right now, and we got a topic to discuss, you can't give any funny yeah. insight These to motherfuckers the shit. Be mute; they don't have no perspective on and, nothing. And that's when I kind of realized that I'm just like, "Yo, like." People always say, yo, you, you funny as shit. Damn, fuck you coming. How you think it is? And they just be like, yo, this is like, you meet my pop, you'll understand how I'm as silly and funny. Because he's silly like right. that. Like, So this is just, it's been me since I was a kid. Like, I was the fat young boy who had all the sneaks that was funny and cool as right. shit. So nothing's really changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you saw me on Instagram where I got on fucking white Coco Beware sunglasses and I'm standing <laughs> on couches, that's a facade, nigga. That's not me. But I go on Instagram and it's like, this is my dog. This is the gym. This is what I drive. This is where I hang out. Right. This is the, I'm in the super. I really I do videos and shit where I'm I'm at Sam's Club in the supermarket. It's just my life. Yeah. But I've watched people go on there and it just be like, I told you my ex hit me up who doesn't like me <laughs> and was like, why are you around this person? And I was like, what you mean? You alright? And it was like, nah, nah, cause you 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 nah. And it just be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And it make you really, really sit back and just be like, damn, you're like, motherfuckers really don't be who they pretend to be on a lot of these joints. And they're not saying that's like a bad thing where it's like somebody's better or somebody's less than or whatever, but it's just creating the facade in the first place. Right. It's like, for me, I just literally, I don't know. I, I, I just had this thing where it's just like, I, I'm me. So yeah. it's like, it's not really nothing to me. The whole, it's funny because. I told you I listened to them old shows. And on the old show, I was talking about how, um, yeah, I was talking about power the other day on my IG story. And everybody was fucking tripping off of it. And I was like, I was just talking shit. This is when I wasn't even posting them right, as right, right. like an actual recap. Review. It was just me going on my story like, man, this fucking show is ridiculous. Like, right. And it's just, that's just me. Yeah. I, it's not me trying to create some shit. or And that's why when I look up and I see... <laughs> my video on a whole nother page yeah. and people in the comments telling him, yo, you funny as shit. Yo, your reviews is crazy. And I'm just like, <laughs> maybe I'm not. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm in an alternate universe. I'm in a quantum realm like Marvel. Comics. Maybe this ain't me. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, it. But I, but the main thing I realized about like social media, because I used to get myself in a lot of trouble on social media, having to curse motherfuckers out and threaten to kill them and shit like that. Because I couldn't, like, not speak on certain shit. Like, I would see certain shit and be like, that's wrong. You're lying. You fraud. Like, I just couldn't help it because I'm coming from a world where, like, you can't conduct yourself like that. So once I realized that I don't have to fucking police people's personalities and their lifestyles, my interactions on social media have become so much more peaceful. But seeing a lot of this shit is still very, very annoying. No, for me, my biggest thing is... I've reached the point where I, I just don't I don't give a fuck. Like, you could think whatever you want to think about me. Yeah. My thing is this. The pre-workout that I use costs $45 a can, and it's only 20 servings in that shit. So I need one of them every 21 days. If you ain't going to pay a bill or buy me no pre-workout, fuck you. I really, and, and, and that's where I've just, like I said, I've literally gotten to the point where it's like, 
damn, I really don't like need the shit. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, at one point, I ain't gonna front. Like I'm, I'm not about sitting here and act like I'm above nobody and no shit. At one point, I was like borderline addicted to social. Like I love the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love the interactions. I loved how much fun we used to have and all that shit. But I think I've just reached a point now where I'm just like. I really don't need to go on this the shit. The biggest you know thing for me is only thing only with because of this. And like in the last only because of this. In the last in the last week I thought about that shit. Even like when I sent you the uh the whole joint, the shared note for the for the awards, I'm just like how fuck I'm going to post this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, how God, how fuck am I going to post this? I was about to hit Rob like hey, post this on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Like damn, I can't post this shit on the grill. And I was like, I'm gonna just put it on Twitter. And I, I went over my Twitter. It was like invalid. I'm like, God damn it, I don't got a Twitter either. Yeah. And I went on Facebook, and I was just like, I had to fuck all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We gotta scale Facebook too, because Facebook is a whole other world, and you can monetize Facebook. Facebook is actually, in all honesty, it might be worse than Instagram and Twitter because people are just like, those people are different. Last, so I want to talk that's about the, that, that's the bottom one percent. My favorite new show, and I put it in there for best thing on TV okay. for the awards next week. My favorite new show is called The Queen's Gambit. Have you watched it? Yes. Have you watched it, Vicky? Mm-hmm. Oh, Vicky's in the studio. We didn't give Vicky a shout show. out. Vicky from uh, NGTV. Yeah. She's here, our our television partner. Make sure y'all go and download uh, the Roku TV app, or if you already have it preloaded on your uh, television, go at NGTV to uh, your service so that you can get. TRPE, The Office, and all the other shows that's on there. Oh shit! It's up. We just waiting for approval. They had to. I had to take down all my Players Club and stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to take it down. I had to take it down so they could run through it, and then it's going to be active. So they have Apple TV or Fire Stick. They gonna get it's it lit. too. That's what's up. That's what's up. Our YouTube has uh, over two K subscribers now. It's it's blowing up. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah. videos are doing four or five thousand views. Is up, man. The um, but I, the Queen's Gambit. I started watching that. It's a phenomenal Excellent show. Series. It's it's fucking great. I I love it. And I relate to her so much. The girl Beth with that intuitive thinking shit. Where you be trying to like, and I, it's funny because like I, I was saying the other day, like I'm I'm like. I'm like that almost to my detriment. Like, I visualize how things are going to go and the way things are going to happen. And the second they don't, I, like, almost melt down and be like, the fuck? Yeah. They didn't have cranberry tuna the other day in Whole Foods. I lost, lost it. it. I threw the basket. <laughs> I lost it. I fuck you mean, you know, cranberry tuna. I, had a, why I'm here. I went into why are y'all even open? Like, what made y'all <laughs> open for the day? If y'all knew that the shelves weren't stocked with what to feed for what? Dude was looking at me like, bro, we're just out of time. <laughs> What's going on? everything else. <laughs> I was going off, but it's like, yo, I relate to her a lot with that shit. Yeah. So I was, I, I, I love the show. They did a, it's seven uh, episodes for the first season. I'm interested to see how they do the second season yeah. if they do do one because it's a limited season run. But the show is phenomenal, crazy show. And I, I had an itchy thumb yesterday, so I was, I want to post some shit. So I posted it on Facebook. I, t- I paused the show watching it. It's the picture of her on the airplane, and it says The Queen's Gambit, season one, episode seven. I posted on Facebook, yo, this is the best shit I've seen in months. This show is phenomenal. The first comment on there, what show what's is this? this? <laughs> <laughs> yo, bro, what show is that? I, like, I told you people can't read. <laughs> like, the first comment. They can read what the caption, this? but can't read the fucking... <laughs> Like, come on, man. 
Come on, buddy. I'm just like, dog, you see it say the Queen's Gambit. I'm like, go on, do your fucking Googles. Do your Googles, dickhead. Do your fucking Googles. <laughs> My dad the other day was like, I read something the other day on Yahoo. I'm like, Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> do your Yahoos. I was, I was on Lexus Nexus the other day. Pull some shit up. <laughs> Lexus Nexus. Remember that shit? <laughs> Yeah, man, do your fucking Yahoos, do your Googles. I'm like, go on Google, type in the Queen's Yo, Gambit. People, people may not believe this, but once upon a time, there were multiple search engines on the internet. Remember, AOL was the biggest one. Yeah. I remember that shit. AOL. Ask Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dog, really? I, I remember I had to do a research paper for a geography class, a, a fucking dumbass geography elective in college. And they gave me like all of these different search engines that I had to use to like find information. This is like when the internet was like first really blowing up I'll around tell you, like hor- two. Hor- horny young boy shit. <laughs> I remember uh, having the Acer. My mom got the Acer computer yeah. shit desktop. Nothing runs slower than the Acer. And I was on that job and I remember my mom called me down and, um, I didn't realize that like there were like search histories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big booty black holes. How <laughs> <I> you know? <laughs> Fat ass My light mom skinned bitches. Pulled the computer up and it was ass G's. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, Can I ask you a question? What is this? And I looked in at uh the search history and it Got was real blind. <laughs> I looked at it, it was like big booty bitches. So I was like you ass dead. I don't know. Like dad, <laughs> dad, dad was on computer last I seen. <laughs> Big booty bitches. That was Big funny wet as shit. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Big good a- times. Big areolas with nice nipples. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> the family desktop boy. You get into some trouble Man, you on get that. Into some shit on that, Joan, bro. <laughs> The family desktop. Oh, Lord. Good times, man. But yeah, Ask Jeeves. But John, that's real shit. Like, do your Googles. Do your Yahoos. Do your Ask Jeeves, man. You can get any information you want. You don't have to ask anybody. Yeah. I literally saw people talking about the Queen's Gambit right, just right before I deleted Twitter. And I was like, Queen's Gambit. I w-. You know what I did? Did my Googles. Went on Google, the Queen's Gambit. I saw a limited uh, series run on, uh, I mean, limited uh, episode season on Netflix. What is this about? Uh, orphan Elizabeth Harmon becomes best chess player in the world. Da, 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 da. I'm like, ah, I fuck with chess. I don't see what this is about. Right. Turned it on. First episode had me hooked. Locked you know what in, I'm saying? Yeah. Her with the drug addiction with the black girl and the orphanage and then learning how to play in the basement. And yeah. it, it, I locked in. And it's just like, yo, you. It. I guess that's where the issue is going back to the caption book, where it's just like, y'all aren't resourceful people when it comes to knowledge and retaining the knowledge correct so it's just like you don't know where to go get the knowledge or if you do you won't go there and then the comprehension part of it is you can read some shit and walk away from it just as empty as you walked into right because you don't know what the how to decipher what the fuck you just read and that's people's biggest fuck you know one thing my mom taught me when i was young how to take notes and she was saying how she learned it before she went to college and then eventually in college, you know, it becomes like a secondary thing. Yeah. But like you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to take like a note. Yeah, because they don't know how to pull the meaningful information from the shit, overall. But one script. of my homies who remain nameless, I work with and shit, who's kind of slow. <laughs> he saw me and because I, I was looking at our notes one day and he he was like he looked over my shoulder and he was like, I never uh, use my notes. At. He's like, I never actually used the notes. And I basically had like went out and I was like, you know, 
showing like just so they like these like these are all yeah, like my, notes and, and my shit. phone is literally the same it's, fucking it's, way. I use it for a lot of shit just <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's, it's, I, had, I have notes ever since I've had an iPhone I, I had notes I and just, even when I didn't when I had my Blackberry I had notes on my Blackberry yo like I know it shocks you but just like even with the 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 award shit, and I don't do that shit in like one fell swoop. As shit happens through the year, I be like making notes of like exactly. this is a major a year issue. Is a long time. This is a major point. This is a major thing. And <laughs> I was basically, he was like looking. I basically showed him how we share we share notes and shit mm-hmm. for the podcast. And he was like, "Oh, y'all niggas really be like using this shit." And I was just like, "Well, yeah, nigga, like you know." you take notes and then he he had saw how I did like all of the notes with the dots and then you know using semicolons or whatever and I was like well nigga I like I know how to take notes yeah you know what I'm saying like if I'd like sat in a lecture I can take a detailed note of what the fuck is going on where it's like you know certain you know pinpoints to like actually put down and keep and we're you know going and it just be like Y'all don't really understand knowledge re- retaining. They like, skip too many important days of school. <laughs> like yeah. it's really what it comes down to. Yeah, like it's, it's like rough. yo, it's like you probably shouldn't have skipped seventh period English. Like uh, Patrice O'Neill <laughs> had a good center where he was like, I can't spell anything. And like you know, back in the day, I used to like skip spelling class to go steal bread. And then I would like steal bread and make sandwiches, and I would like sell them during spelling class. <laughs> like now I can't spell any fucking thing. Yeah, you you don't realize what you need until you need to use yeah. it. You don't know how. He was like a motherfucker could grab my wife, put a gun to her head, be like, "I'm gonna blow her fucking brains out unless you spell restaurant." He's like, I look her in the eyes, like I love you. I, I will always remember. <laughs> like, real shit. In restaurant. And, yeah. And, and, and he was like, "To to uh, Ruan." <laughs> <laughs> the root of this word. <laughs> so Dell is great. Yo, yo, silly as shit, but it's like it's the truth. It's like as you get older, you realize when you see those, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than a second grader? And you see the questions and the problems, you'd be like, Yeah, damn. Like, like, am I? Yeah. Am, <laughs> am I smarter than a fifth grader? The but, fuck is they teaching at these schools? Let's get into some of these topics, man. Yeah, they kind of all like run congruent a little bit. Um so uh, what? So the big thing is Meek and all of them on Clubhouse. Holy you shit. You know bro. I don't know because I, uh, I don't have a Clubhouse, Clubhouse and I didn't have anything else to talk about. Let's start like this. Clubhouse is a shit show. I, I, we've established C- that. Clubhouse is where all the people who either were not interesting enough for Twitter or good good looking enough or a good enough fraud for Instagram have gone and converged on this app where talking is the form, literally the more mode of communication as opposed to written text or photographs. Okay. So what has happened now is that you got a bunch of people like clubhouse has been around since like May, like April or May in beta. And what has happened now is you had a lot of people that were early adopters that got in through somebody somehow and because they were there first they've set up all these rooms and quote-unquote shows and conversations and blah 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 and then you go and you check their other social media and it's like 400 followers on twitter 1800 followers on instagram and they they look like shit they dress like shit and it's like Nobody pays you attention on these other platforms. Why the fuck am I listening to you over here? Mm. You don't have nothing successful going on nowhere. You're just on here talking shit. Right. 
And a lot of what it has become is like music industry conversation, movie industry conversation, and shit like that. And it's a lot of people playing the expert that ain't experts. And they all about to get called out on their shit in the next few months. And when their house of cards comes crumbling the fuck down, it's going to be ugly. Right. You got a lot, a whole community of niggas on there acting like they're A&Rs. And people like Joe Button and shit like that are like... What did you A&R? What projects did you work on? What label do you work for? Like, all the A&Rs got fired the last 10 years. How the fuck is it 900 of you niggas on Clubhouse? Like, so it's like shit like that. And then you have people that literally do nothing. The quote-unquote dot connectors that will call you and... You want to talk to me, so they put us on the phone. So now they connected us. So now they're a dot connector. <laughs> now they connected us. Like people literally have that shit like in their IG bio and shit like that. And I'm just like, y'all are dickheads. Like this is not a job title. Like you can't go to an interview with Atlantic Records or with Paramount Movie Studios and tell them you're a dot connector. Yeah. Who did you connect? Did you connect Bill Cosby and NBC? Who the fuck yeah. did you connect? And what was your take home from connecting them? Like, what did you profit? Well, I didn't really exactly make anything, but, like, I made an introduction between this person and a dog breeder because he wanted to buy a dog. Like, no, you're a dickhead. Like uh, Bleak with uh, Jay and Fat Joe. Exactly. Didn't Jay say that? Uh, Bleak put crack on the jack, like, let's make it happen. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So, so it was like... Whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck ever, you know what I'm saying? So, but when you don't connect Jay and Fat Joe, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Anything <laughs> below that is like, yeah. it's like, did you change the course of history? <laughs> did you open the door for Fat Joe to go to Rock Nation? Right. Like, if not, then like you gotta get the fuck out of here. So all of that leads into like that's just setting the scene for like what Clubhouse is or whatever like that. So it's like a bunch of you know. Every now and again, some real A-listers and shit like that pop in. So, like, the Kevin Hart conversation mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, Kevin Hart popped in the room. All of a sudden, everybody's tone fucking changed because it's easy to talk shit about Kevin Hart until Kevin Hart show up. Right. And then it's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, I need a job, I need a job. And this I need nigga, a job, Playboy. This nigga got production deals with every major fucking movie studio and every mm -hmm. television house. I probably should mind my manners. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> basically, what happened the other night on Saturday, academics joined. And 21 Savage and his manager, Meezy, threw him a welcome party. So it's basically like his first initial conversation. And initially the chat blew up. So like, let me ask you, because I heard the term welcome party. Is it is it is this an actual thing on Clubhouse? It's the thing on Clubhouse. So it's like if you a big name or whatever, people, somebody will throw you a welcome party. Somebody that whoever invited you on will throw you a welcome party. And so, is the like. So like they did one for Beans the other night, too. Are there like refreshments? There's or? nothing. It's just niggas talking shit. It's like, oh, so it's not an actual like no, no, no. Thing. It's like sitting around a campfire, basically telling stories on the phone. On the phone. Oh, I'm thinking In it was comments. like. Remember that little cone hats with the string? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, there's no refreshments. There's no uh, party favors. Just niggas in an app. Are there refreshments? <laughs> <laughs> it's a virtual party. It's a virtual party. So. <laughs> so the other day, I didn't refresh this. This is the stupidest shit I said. <laughs> that was great. It's gold. It's fucking perfect. So the other day, academics joined on Saturday. Are they refreshments? Not like you know they got food. <laughs> refreshments. Yeah, finger food. 
fucking little small Coca Cola. Because I'm thinking it was something somebody had to go to. That's why I'm no. like, what the fuck is happening? No, it's a pandemic, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the but other, the welcome party is an actual thing on the app. It's a thing on the app. Okay. It happens all the time okay. if you are somebody of influence or affluence. <laughs> So the other day, <laughs> academics joined, and Twenty One Savage and his manager Mees threw him a welcome party. Okay. So naturally, Twenty One Savage on there, da da da. Academics, the room fills up. Okay. So for a lot of people who don't know, Twenty One Savage and academics have a relationship. Academics is the first person to interview Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I, I, they go back a while. They go yeah. back a long time. Yeah. So it's like if you remember, he came to Zone Six and was with Savage and Nudie and all of that, and that was the interview where Savage was like, "Man, niggas don't like the fight. I beat one of these niggas' ass." Like that <laughs> came from an Academics interview that he did, like in twenty sixteen. What's up with the boy Nudie? That's uh Twenty One Savage cousin. He uh he's a rapper. Okay. He a rapper, but he likes shoot niggas and shit like that. Okay. Allegedly, whatever. But uh, so. Um. Oh, so he's so academics. So academics is on the joint or whatever like that. So people are bouncing, you know, into the group. It probably get to like two thousand people. Like right, that's going to be my next question. How many like people were actually? Two thousand people, like fairly quick or whatever like that. And then, all then the ambulance came. Wham! All of the crying <laughs> ass rappers showed yeah. up to air out their grievances with academics. And because he's an intellectual guy and a pretty smart guy, even though he's a jackass. He's running circles around these motherfuckers and just making all of them look extremely silly for hours. Like, for hours. Like, so it's like, once you start. Yeah, when you sent me the video, it was like, yeah, here go the highlights. And it was an hour. It was an hour I'm and like, one. The, the highlights are an hour. It's <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's, I'm basically, good. it's basically academics running circles around unintellectual rappers for an hour, is basically what happened. So, what was the. the, the the meat and potatoes of what actually happened. So the meat and potatoes of what happened is it's like, all right, so first Guap Dad, he's up the bat first. Academic strikes his dumb now, ass out. Who is Guap Dad? So Guap I know. Dad is the guy that made the video, the famous video that went viral. It's my birthday. I'm so and so and so and so. And he was drinking the henny with the robe on. You've seen this video a zillion fucking times. I'm trying to think. You say with the it was it's my birthday? Yeah. Every every like <sighs> The boy with the do-rag. Yes. All right, the finan finan. The finan finan. The nigga that scamped Drake to come to the party at City Hall in fucking San Francisco. All right, yeah. I, I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, so... But he, he got a video where he was like... He was talking to like... He had like a picture drawn of himself. Then he had like a cardboard cutout of himself. And he was talking to each of them. Like it was... <laughs> like it was different people. Yeah. yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right. So, I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. Guap so, Dad. So Guap Dad, Guap Dad 4000. Okay. So Guap Dad 4000 is up first. And he's like, yeah, academics, I think you a bitch. And your platform, you don't stand for nothing. And I ain't fuck with you since day one and blah, blah, blah. And X like, oh, that's funny. You say you don't fuck with me since day one. However, I got all these DMs. Are you asking me to post shit for you? So it's like, oh God, this is where this is going. So basically, it's a bunch of that shit where okay. it's like motherfuckers are crying and complaining, and then you get to the end of Guap Dad's issue, and all he's mad about is that when Russ and them kicked his ass for talking shit about him at that festival, he was mad because academics wouldn't post his angle of the video to make it look like he got jumped as opposed to somebody just beating him the fuck up. Russell Westbrook? No, 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 no. The rapper, Russ. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, him, him and his homies beat up Guap Dad and his homies at this festival <laughs> like, a couple This years nigga ago. got a supermax. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. So, uh... So basically, that was his issue. So, okay. so boom. So then next, so this is this is the 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 crescendo of it all. Meek Mill shows up. So Meek is basically like, yeah, you know, um, 
I just want to say, like, I don't agree with some of the things you posted on your platform and this and this. And, you know, I feel like, you know, it's dangerous rhetoric going on on your page. I think you're responsible for getting people killed and agitating certain beefs and this, this, and this. So it basically went from there. So off the rip, 21 Savage is like, listen, right? Y'all can be as mad at academics as y'all want, but y'all can't hold him accountable for niggas' murders because he's reposting content that niggas posted on their own. Like, nobody... That's his, he's a blogger. So it's like, if he, he's like, yo, if they don't post the shit to begin with, he ain't got it to repost. Like, if you if you got the ops blocked and you make a video and he posted, you can't get mad that the ops see it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like you put it out there. You got to take, so, so basically, Savage whole thing, and he was very level-headed and moderating this conversation was, you got to take some personal responsibility and give people some personal responsibility for their actions, and you can't just turn around and try to blame the media when shit goes left. When these niggas is making a hundred videos about each other a week, and DMing each other, sending death threats, and where you at, seeing your location, like, they're doing that with or without him. Is he amplifying their beef? Yes. But he's not responsible for their beef. Is he amplifying it? I mean, he got a big platform. I mean, like, every action gets a reaction. Every single one. So you put some energy out. You can't really be mad when some energy comes back. You know what I'm saying? And you could do whatever you want, but you can't control how people respond to it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you could realistically, like, I've seen situations where... You co- people come in the house and find a significant other in bed with somebody else. They just leave and be yeah. like, "It's cool, I'm done." Some people look kill smoke everybody, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> including they themselves. <laughs> Lock the room. They nobody leaving this. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you really can't trip off how people are going to react to something. Yeah, no doubt. Once you put the shit out there, you know what I mean? So it's kind of why I'm not putting shit out there. <laughs> right. You know what I'm kinda, saying? Kind of staying away from yeah. putting shit out there. So. uh so basically, like, they got to a point where, you know, they're engaging, blah, blah, blah. And Meek is more so talking, like, high level about, like, what you do for the culture and what's your positive contributions. We don't see it, da, da, da. And Act more so is, like, focusing on their personal one-to-one interaction. Uh-huh. And... Basically, Meek was like, yo, you a small blog. Like, this is like a niche thing. Like, it's like a small little blog or whatever. Like, I got bitches with more Instagram followers than you and this and this and da-da-da. He said that? Yes, he literally said that. In the chat, he's like, I got bitches with more Instagram followers than you and blah, blah, blah. Vori, my artist, like, I just dropped his album and in a year he going to be platinum. Like, I don't need you to support that project in order for it to get where it's going because it's good and my page is, is big and I got access to all these other other people so i don't need your form of media and academics is like cool if i'm a small blog and i'm irrelevant ignore me and meek is like no <laughs> no <laughs> i'm not gonna ignore you and, and basically what he said was you know from the culture that we in and this and this we can't ignore nothing if it's a problem it's a problem so i feel like you a problem so i'm addressing it and act is like yo i haven't posted you in six months on none of my pages my personal page my business page nothing like i took a stance that i'm out of the business of meek mill he said so so basically meek was trying to paint the picture that he posted Poundside Pop and was like, yeah, why you only post these rappers when they got beef with me and 
da 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 da. He like Meek, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I didn't post them. And he's like, I ain't gonna say his name, but he was like, who? Poundside Pop. And he was like, yo, he was like, he's like, they offered me money to post him. I didn't post him because I don't post you, dog. Like you don't exist to me. Like you're over in my world. Like I don't post you, good, bad, or ugly. He said, now I did comment on Poundside Pop page because somebody brought it to my attention. He said, but as far as me posting shit about you. I don't do it. Like, he said, so ignore me. And Mika's just like, nah, <laughs> like, I refuse to ignore you. No, absolutely not. And But here was the dagger of the whole fucking conversation. The dagger of the whole conversation was, he was, academics told Meek, listen, bro, you on this chat acting like you the biggest rapper in the world, you cool, you doing your thing, whatever. You might be the biggest rapper in this chat, but this is how I know you ain't the, <laughs> you might be you the, might biggest, be rapper the biggest rapper in this chat. chat. But this is how I know you don't control shit, because before when you told me that I was canceled nothing changed my views didn't go down my subscribers didn't go away nobody unfollowed me on Instagram nothing changed you don't control shit and Meek basically didn't have a rebuttal for that so it's basically like it's a situation of somebody feeling like their job a job that's not their job is their job number one and then number two feeling like they're more important than what they actually are and in an intellectual battle or a battle of wits, like academics is going to run circles around these niggas all day because all he does all day long is sit in the house and think about clever shit to say to people. It sounds fucked up, but like Takashi, as much as we hate him and everybody's sick of him, you're never going to beat him on the internet. You can't, it's, it's impossible. impossible. Yeah. Like, cause he, you could say all this shit about him, then he come and say one thing, and then you look like a fucking asshole. And his comment got 457,000 likes, and you look like a fucking dickhead. But yeah. Yeah. He's done it to us, um, so many people. He got, what's the name? He got a uh, uh, Slim 400, so man, he got a fuck Takashi tattoo on him. Yeah. You talk about being invested. Yeah. You talk about living rent free in a motherfucking yeah. head. Real shit. The, um, I, I, I wish Meek would just rap. Meek should take a page out of the weekend's book. He should never talk publicly ever. He should never talk to nobody except, like, his parents and his close friends. So I got two questions I want to ask you that were presented to me. Well, one that was presented to me, one of myself. How do you feel about Meek's four-song uh, four EP? Um, I like three out of four songs a lot. I like three out of four songs a lot. The uh, second song with Vori, I don't love it. It's okay. It's like, I actually like that song. It was the last the song I didn't really it's like. It's the last song. Whatever the last song, because, you know, Vori's on two records. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Pain with Dirk is awesome. It's amazing. So, uh, I like, I, yeah, I, I don't like the second record with Vori. The Think It's a Game. Think It's record. a Game. I don't, I don't really, really like that. Yeah. So, I like three out of four but records. But GTA, I like. Is, is, GTA is excellent. Yeah. Doug went crazy too. Yeah. So, um, I like three out of four records. My homie actually hit me. He was like, yo, he was like, Meek shit is hot. He was like, he should just drop only like EPs. He said, that's all. He should just do just well, like, nah, four I ain't gonna EPs. go that far. He Meek just drop. He Championships put, was great. And uh, wins and losses, wins was, and losses awesome. was excellent. Like his yeah. last two albums have been really, really yeah. good. Oh, uh, and what's the name was good too? Uh, was it DC Four? DC Four was alright. It was pretty good. It had yeah. the John with Quavo. Uh, they know the difference with Quavo. He had a couple records on that John. Tory kind of uh, stole the show. Oh, on uh, <laughs> yeah, Liddy uh, Liddy again. again. Yeah. yeah. The um, but no, nah, I, I I enjoyed the quarantine pack. The the question that got presented to me the other day, I actually wanted to get into this a little bit with you when it comes to Meek. The question presented to me was at this point. Is Meek Mill's intro from Dreams and Nightmares the best intro in rap history? And I said yes. And my homegirl had like a fit that I said it's, that. And I'm like, this is why. 
Me personally. It's definitely the most memorable. I've never seen an intro do more. It's lasted eight years. It, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, when they bring Meek out at, like, what's the big shit in New Orleans? Essence Fest. When they bring Meek out, out at Essence Fest in 30 years, he's going to come out to the intro. It's like... It's the Eagle song for the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like I, I've never it's an iconic record. Do I think he's rapping better than Dynasty intro? Hell no. Yeah. Do I think he's rapping better than Illmatic intro? Don't you fucking play with me. Yeah. It's like Illmatic intro is the best intro ever to me than Dynasty. We 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 not arguing the lyrical content. Right, right, right. But I'm just looking at the fact that it's an intro and it has become like a yeah, it's it's literally like it's a, a cultural it's record. It's a staple. It's of, a staple of, record. Of, of, it's a cultural record, and it's multi platinum. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We've ne- like it's something we've never seen before. So she basically was like Tuscan leather, Dynasty. Tuscan leather's not better. T- nah, I I think it's his best intro. Yeah, it's Drake's best intro, but it's it's it not better, better than, than Dreams and Nightmares. I think Dreams and Nightmares is the best intro ever. Yeah, I mean, shit. Once you really kind of get into it, I mean. Th- it's at least top three. With, what do you with, with Dynasty probably, and Illmatic? Yeah, pro, Dynasty. For I mean, not sure. Illmatic, Stillmatic. I didn't mean to say Illmatic. I meant to say Stillmatic intro. Yeah, um, Dynasty is because when I first heard Dynasty intro, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like it just it blew my mind the first time. I, I kind of Dynasty intro. The the beat was awesome. Yeah, and the, the shit that he came in saying, you know, Stevie Wonder with beads under the do rag. Yeah. The intuition is there, even when my vision's and impaired. The pocket that he was rapping. In it was, was it was. It's like honestly for me, it's like the the last classic Jigga yeah. moment. Yeah. Cause three songs later, he was you know Chloe glasses, me you and your girl. <laughs> like he became hove real fast yeah, on yeah. Dynasty and just never looked back. So honestly, the intro is like the last Jigga moment where he's yeah. really, you know, the theme song to the Sopranos plays as the key of life on my mental piano. Yeah. I got a strange way of seeing life. Like you know, he he it was that Jigga shit. Yeah. For me, Stillmatic intro was just the feature opens with this young black child, finger scratch, cigarette burns on the sofa, turning the yeah, TV he was down. On that job. While Mary Jane girls, 45 playing, soft in the background, food from C Town, mornings was hash browns. Like, Nas Stillmatic intro was like, we ever see Umar where he, like, yeah. that, <laughs> like that's Nas dance. Who hit that me up drum. the other day? Uh, Tank hit me up the other day. He was in the airport. He's like, yo, he's like, ain't this your man right here? He was like, the bull, the pro black bull. I was like, oh, Umar? He like, yeah, he was on my flight. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dog, you playing games. You got to get a pick with Dr. Umar. Yo, fucking Umar. But no, real shit. 2021, like, we got to get Umar on the podcast. Yeah, we got to have. Yeah. We got to bring Umar up here. And BF. That's going to be blackness overload. Yeah. They're going to arrest us as soon as we walk <laughs> out the studio. We're going to be a threat to national uh, security with them two on the show at the same time. Yo. BF, I just got the alert earlier. BF is on Clubhouse now. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, wow. But yeah, no, I, I personally have Meek's intro as the best intro. No, I, I can roll with that. It's between to me for me, it's like it's between that and Dynasty Pride. I'm I'm taking still Maddie intro over Dynasty, but that I'm a nice, you know, I know how that goes. The um, I'm not mad at anybody that that give it to me. You can't be like it's, I, I'm not mad it, at any of those three. Yeah, and, and like as far as like it's, the record just has done so much. Even for him, it's done so fucking much. Like I'll like, say, I, like when people, this is me though when it comes to intros. Well, like, and this is why I don't put Tuscan Leather up there. It, the song is called Tuscan Leather. Right. Like Drake's intro from Take Care is called Over My Dead Body. 
When I say intro, I mean intro. Dynasty <laughs> intro. That's what it's called. Yeah. Dreams and Nightmares intro. That's what it's called. Yeah. Stillmatic intro. That's what it's called. Didn't DMX have a real dope intro on one of them records? Uh, I feel like maybe the second album. It, yeah, uh, Flesh of Flesh. Yeah, Blood of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. a real dope ass intro on that joint. The um, but yeah, no. I, I at this point, I, I'm, I'm not. And Wayne had a couple crazy intros too. He never had nothing called the intro though, right? Uh, I think they was all named names. Yeah, fly in, fly in, and then uh, what was the Carter Three John? Uh, uh, what was the Carter Three John? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? I'm Carter drawing Three P. Three P. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. fire, but that's it wasn't it wasn't called intro. Like you know, so I'm just like <laughs> if I have to make a joint, I'm going Dreams and Nightmares, Stillmatic Dynasty. I'm I'm Meek has the best intro in rap history. Yeah. Like when you can literally like he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars doing that song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that one song. Like you know what I mean? Like you you can't take away from that. But like it, you know, it's one of them things where it's like just just rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> right. like, just and he set a blueprint with that record because you have T Grizzly first day out record, which is basically a Detroit flip of Dreams and Nightmare. Yeah. It start off calm, the beat go up. You know what I'm saying? Like JT's first day out, same thing. It's you know, it, uh, it's all a playoff of Dreams T, and Nightmare. T Grizzly has a song with Meek actually. I forgot what it's called. Beef. No, it's some other shit. It's because it's he was like um. Only street nigga who made more money in the D was Meech. Only nigga out with a with a song harder than me is Meek. And he was talking about Dreams and Nightmares <laughs> intro being harder than First Day Out. Yeah. Lions, Tigers, and Bears, I think is the name of the song. Oh, they got another record together? I think that's the name of it. I just remember the beef record because I was in L.A. and I was in fucking Playhouse, which is basically the trap. <laughs> the club It's like the trap. And um, It's on one of my playlists. And... Uh, I just remember these Cali niggas like singing. Li- li- Lions and Eagles. Detroit Lions, Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he said on there, only only street nigga who made more money in the D was Meech. Only nigga out with a song harder than me is Meek. Yeah. I remember that. You yeah, know? I, I don't know what the fuck T Grizzly is doing, but T Grizzly's rich as a motherfucker, and I don't understand it. Like, And, and I know people that met him, they like, oh, uh, uh, PNB, and they said that, like, this nigga just has everything. Like, they like his house is like 20,000 square feet. I will yeah. never forget somebody was like, T Grizzly made music for niggas who drop ice on the floor and then kick it under the refrigerator. I will never get over that. Like, every time I think about him, that, that just pops into my head. Kick it under the refrigerator. <laughs> like, dog. But First Day Out is on like every playlist I have for the gym. It's, yeah. it's one of the best records ever created. For sure. For sure. Like, every line on there was a great line. Yeah. This SK get to shaking like it's something wrong. Like, that <laughs> shit was fantastic. That's a great fucking record. Yeah. Shout out T Grizzly. Wouldn't mind bringing him up here. Somebody said he was built like the dad from The Incredibles. <laughs> like, Did you know that there's another Grizzly? What do you mean? There's a baby Grizzly. Oh, no, I didn't T know Grizzly's this. little brother. He just got out of jail. Oh, word. He looks just I like T Grizzly. I saw somebody said that his mom just got out his of jail. His mom just got out of yeah. jail, too. His brother got out two months ago. His mom got out like three weeks ago. Okay. But yeah, there's a baby Grizzly that uh, looks exactly like T Grizzly, but he's like a foot shorter. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I, I like that. Got, uh, he just got him signed to uh, 300 the other day. Uh, signed his deal. What happened with the, the verses? Because, oh, you know, I, I missed this. Uh, you know, guys, I'm sorry to say this, but uh, I contracted COVID. That was Ashanti's announcement. Okay. Yeah, she uh she attra- she contracted COVID and then she went on live and people are like, "Sis, 
How, how are you like surprised that you caught COVID? You've been on tour. To, you've been on world tour the last six months. Like, mm-hmm. and they posted all her different locations. Like, you was just in Kenya this week. You was in uh, where the fuck was she at before? I think she was like in Bali before. She was somewhere else before. They like this is how the fuck you caught COVID. Like, what are you talking about? So she offered to do it from the crib, and Switzerland was like, "No, we not. That shit is over." Like we actually have a budget yeah, now. Yeah, we have a budget. It's too much money. <laughs> Get your in this black shit. hair. Yeah. So yeah. now it's rescheduled for January 9th. But yeah, people were pissed. Yo, I didn't know. So mad though. Yo, I didn't know people were this invested in Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Yo, people Me were. Yeah. I mean, people have nothing to do. People was having versus parties and shit. Like yeah. people, people paid for sections, ordered food. I seen this one Jonas girl at a night. Sections ass, where? At clubs and shit. So the ra- there were actually refreshments. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yo, this one. They were going to actual places for this? This one girl had a tweet, right? The shit went viral. She said, yo, who going to tell my sister that the verses is canceled? The girl had a, a spread on the table with pictures of Keisha Cole, a pink tablecloth, salmon, sliders, rice. Like, she had a whole spread set up for the verses party. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yo, nice spread. Where are y'all at? <laughs> like, no need for this food to go to waste because the party is canceled. Damn. I didn't even know Keisha Cole had a big catalog like that, though. Yeah, her shit deep. Not really. Not really. No, she got, she got, she got, she got 20. Her first album is a classic. Yeah, I changed my mind and I should have cheated. But then she got, like, the shit she did with Missy and all of that later. Like, she got records, man. Ain't that Monica's song? You need new to Keisha. get it something. Yeah. That's Keisha's that's Keisha. record. <laughs> hey, that's not Monica? She yells new Keisha at the beginning of the record. I know, but I thought it was new Keisha <laughs> with Monica. <laughs> no, that's Keisha Cole record. Like, Keisha got Oh, records. well, that's a banger. Yeah, she got a lot of She records. got the greatest song ever with Puff last night. Last night, That's yeah. my shit. They was just saying how after that she was trash. I don't know where she was. That song, that song deserved an Oscar. They no, they, somebody posted a side by side of their catalog the other day. It's close. Like it, was it ain't real, that close. It was close. Man. Ashanti's probably gonna wipe her up. Most people was picking Keisha to win. I saw a thing the other day that was like people that are picking Ashanti, and it was like a real nice Michael Kors coat, and then it was like people that think Keisha Cole, and it was like a beat up baby fat. Coat. <laughs> <laughs> like dog. Yeah, people. People. All the bitches from back in the day that love Keisha Cole definitely had them furry baby fat coats. Motherfuckers <laughs> talking about yo, why don't y'all just get Frankie to go against Keisha? <laughs> <laughs> they said, why don't y'all just get get Nephi and Frankie to go against Keisha? Mike got to this stand up was talking about Tiger Woods. He was like, Tiger Woods fucked all these random ass bitches. It's like, bitches just coming out the woodworks. I fucked Tiger Woods. I fucked Tiger Woods. He was like, Keisha Cole, Mama Frankie. I fucked Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he always used to talk shit about her. Yeah. He was like, she seen me in the airport and ran up on me. Like, you better stop talking about me. He's like, you better get your little Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. Fucking Frankie. Yo, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 outside of like five or six joints, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not thinking Keisha Cole got that many joints to where it's like, ah, uh, at least with Ashanti who got like big ass. No, Ashanti records. definitely got the bigger records for sure. But Keisha, and she got mesmerized. Keisha Cole got records that people love though, like Hurt Bitch Anthems. Yeah, Hurt Bitch Anthems matter. We talked about that that's, with Mary yeah, and, that's and why uh, everybody think that fucking Mary, uh. Uh, can, can beat everybody. Yeah, with nine records. Hurt bench anthems go far, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, hurt bench anthems. They they travel. I saw. Uh, uh, what's your take on this? I saw what I thought to be. I I I did not engage, but I saw it. I saw a take on Twitter that said it wasn't. It it didn't get no traction. But I just saw somebody said 
Janet Jackson would kill anybody in a versus. I said it before. Excluding nobody. Mariah, Mary, etc. The only person who I would could give Mariah a run is, is Janet. Janet. Yeah. I said, I was like, it's definitely not Mary or Keisha. It's funny. I said Mary or Keisha <laughs> Cole or, or uh, Jane Aiko. It's like the only person that could give Mariah a run is Janet. Yeah. Janet got one of the greatest songs ever. Again, from the Poetic Justice yeah. soundtrack. It's like, yeah. Like when you got like, you got to have 20 years of music. Exactly. To where you got shit for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like they got Rhythm Nation. You see what I'm saying? Like when you got shit with Jimmy Jam and all of them from back in the day, and then you got like Scream with your brother. Yeah. You got, you know, again from the Poetic Justice soundtrack. You got the, uh, what was her big John from the late 90s? Uh, Anytime, any place? That. And then you got the John that, uh, from the Nutty Professor soundtrack. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. You got all of those ah. type records. Then you got like, what was the sh- big shit with Busta Rhymes? What's it going to be? And yeah. all Like you got like decades worth of music. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. All right. So this is Janet Jackson Essentials playlist on Apple Music. Then when fucking, you know, your mom burned you with the iron, people going to feel sympathetic <laughs> and shit. You know all what right, I'm just saying? Just real quick. This is her Essentials playlist on uh, Apple Music. What have you done for me lately? That's the way love goes. Together, That's the way love goes. That together was... again, all for you, which is my shit. Rhythm Nation, nasty. If love will never do without you, run away, escapade. I don't know what escapade is, but it's on Rhythm that. Nation album. Uh, let's wait a while. Fire. Yeah. Got till it's gone. The Joni Mitchell remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone to call my lover. Feedback made for now. Uh, that's what J- Daddy Yankee. I've never heard that a day in my life. If Daddy Yankee, Daddy, Daddy Yankee, Yankee has the greatest song of all time. He got gasoline. Gasoline. Right? Yeah. That's and, like it's like and, one of the. I think it's like the, the biggest song and, ever. No, Despacito was the biggest Despacito. song. Ever. Who's that? Daddy Yankee. That's Daddy Yankee Daddy too. Yankee, oh Yankee, shit! He two Jones. Yeah. Despacito like seventy times. Seventy three. <laughs> it's like the most. It's like the most. Uh, Platinum from RIA yeah. is like the highest drone they ever know gave how many out. Fucking bullshit shanties, Daddy Yankee. You buy in Puerto Rico with all Bruh. that money. Uh, what I think of you, miss you much. Fire, classic record. When I think of you, the pleasure principle. I get lonely. Doesn't really matter. All right. I get lonely. Control. Control is at the end of the playlist. Yeah. That's how you know how deep Janet shit is. Black cat. Anytime, any place. Scream. And the best things in life are free with Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Janet. She. Janet she, shit serious. She got 20, 30 years worth of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you gotta have that though for like a Mariah battle. Like the uh. Somebody the other day had mentioned the verses to me, and I was just like, wait, what? Like, because you know they'd be ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> boys the Men, Boys the Men verse color me bad. Somebody, <laughs> somebody said something the other day. I can, it, it'll come to me eventually. I can't even think about it right now. Millie Vanilli versus Casey and JoJo. Yeah, just just stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? But the, uh, I didn't know that. I, that, I honestly forgot that the Keisha Ashanti thing was even happening. I was totally not oh, invested in it. That was the one he mentioned. If they was somehow able to pull 50 Cent and Ja Rule to do the verses, what happens? And I'm like, look, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, yo. I know we love Get Richard Die Trying and shit, but I'm like, Ja got more like top 40 hits than a lot of your favorite yeah. artists. And after um after the massacre, it started getting like a little, get a little shaky for Curtis. And, and not, not even like saying after the massacre, even when you look at those like, you look at 21 Questions. That was the number one. It's a big record. You know, him asking a chick, will you be there when I'm in jail? <laughs> Chaka got put it on me. Yeah. And I'm just like, when, when 50 tried to get Gully and go play Hustler's Ambition, Chaka got New York. 
Fifty try to go old school and play how to rob, how to kill. Child got holla holla. I'm like, and then you once you talk, and he got the remix with Jay on. Oh, once you talk all of those, Ja got a, a eight or nine song stretch where you talking about living it up with Case. Every little thing that you do with Christina Milian. I'm real with J Lo. Uh, mesmerized with Ashanti, always on time with Ashanti. I'm like that nigga got a stretch of smash fucking yeah. records. So I'm like, I'm gonna give it a fuck with you. John might win that battle. No, John might win that and get clapped in the parking lot. Hey, somebody's gonna get clapped instead of the end. Like you know, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no doubt. But the battle, twenty yeah. records. I'm like, fifty got heavyweight songs. Like you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, he try to get cute and play. You know. Uh, candy shot with Olivia. Ja come right back. It must be the ass. Like, you know, like it's the truth. He just got so many of those joints where it's like, uh, Fifty get cute and try to play girlfriend with Sierra. Ja come right back with another J Lo record. Are you Ellie? It, it's just yeah. them, them Jones ring out. He just got a lot of fucking yeah, records. Ja and he's ridiculous. Yeah, so we don't take him serious. And then he had that Milwaukee Bucks moment. <laughs> so it was like, it's just Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? Firefest. The records are the yeah. Firefest. Holy shit. Firefest has like nine documentaries. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like 50, you know, he go into some, you know, 50 is the future shit. I'm like, dog, like, I don't know if y'all remember, Ja on Hard Knock Life too. Ja got Can I Get Her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he got a lot of joints. He on Grand Finale. Yeah. Like, Ja got a lot of fucking records. And like, like we always talk about people at the end, you might not get seen as this person because of, like you said, Fire Festival and all this other goofy yeah, all ass the shit. All other shit gets amplified around you as opposed to like, let's just focus on the music. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm like, that's, it would be a good versus to see John 50. It would, yeah. it would probably break the record for every fucking versus that they've ever done. Yeah, it would, it would smash it. You talk about a versus party. Nigga, it's going to be refreshments <laughs> every, right. everywhere. I'm the movie thing. Yeah, it's going to be refreshments <laughs> everywhere. But I personally, I'm like, it wouldn't shock me to see Ja take that. Just because he just... The, the the records that 50 has, while they are huge, you know, out of his world records, like Disco Inferno and In the Club and Wangsta and shit like that, I don't think people really... Uh, those records are like stick to the rib records. Like yeah, they were good records for the time. You, we we had this records. argument when we talked about uh, Nelly and Luda, yeah. and it's just like yeah, like fifties. I I can't remember the last time I heard in the club. You know what I mean? Like I can't remember the last time I heard what was the big single from uh, Massacre after Candy Shop. Uh, Disco Inferno. No. The one where he had the white bucket oh, just hat. just a little bit. Just a little bit. I can't remember the last time. I actually I... still like that record a lot. I loved it, but I, I just... I hate Candy Shop. I can't listen to it. Just a little bit is fire. You know what my favorite 50 Cent song is? Outside of Hustler's Ambition. That's my shit. You know what my... It's so, it's so embarrassing <laughs> to say this. <laughs> Window shopper. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is about that record, but if I'm in a car, like, I get a little, like... like I, <laughs> Turning the project. I get cool as shit. That record was everything. Summertime, white Porsche Carreras, Milky. I'm on the grind, let my paper stack, and I'm filthy. Funny how niggas that 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 was the shit. For about three years, Fifty had the formula. Me and Dickie used to always say Fifty was a flow master. He had like the best flow in rap for a little second. Yeah. Remember the uh the one two three remix? I get money. Come on, man. I'm hot now. Top down. Drop now. I got style. Been around the block, pal. Imagine what I got now. The Bentley, the Ferrari. Maybe the Bugatti. Range of Maserati. He, he just had that shit. And it was like, you know, 
He got so seductive with Yayo. He made that a hit. Yeah. That goofy shit was going <laughs> on. Like, yeah. But no, I, I I wouldn't be shocked to see. Once Ja start hitting with those, he got uh You know what we didn't talk about though with 50? He got them game records. That's what I was gonna say. He got you have to go. Like how he always be like, game. oh, I could get him the game because I was so hot. He would need he them would in a need battle. Them he would yeah. need them in a battle. Where did where did you stand on the 50 and TI battle? Ja got the Bobby Brown John. That's my shit. Like, I was loving Bobby Brown. All I need is a the, stage, God. Bobby jumped <laughs> off the copter and did a karate kick. <laughs> I'm posting that video. You know I haven't had uh, fried chicken in two years. Do like the whole really? weight, yeah, the weight loss shit. I stopped eating shit, but I wanted Popeyes the other day. Like I was fiending for it. I was like, I've had fried chicken in like two years. I want that shit. So I posted that video. It was like, this is me going back into Popeyes for the first time. And he did the karate kick. Like I know y'all getting mobbed. <laughs> like dog, he got that joint. Like he got a lot. But were you about to ask me my take on? Oh, when remember when Ti kept calling out Fifty and he was trying to do the word. Where did you stand on that? Cause I had fifty power washing him. Yeah, wins it. Too many like that. We always it's it's. I look at fifty the same way I look at Nelly. While you are, as far as sales, probably the biggest artist from your era. I don't think you have the records that like stick the way like the way Ti's ASAP stuck or the way you don't know me sticks or the way. What you know about that still lingers around. Like how you talked about Swagger Like Us. Huge record. It's terrible. But out two years later, it was like... This is junk. <laughs> they performed it at the Grammy. They performed that record at, at the, the Grammy. It won a Grammy. Best rap collaboration. <laughs> it won a Grammy. But it's just like after two, three years, it was like, no one wants to hear this shit anymore. But T.I. got records that like, they're just ne- they're just always going to stick. Yeah. And I look at 50, it's like... 50 got maybe like four or five that just stuck around records. And two he, of them not even his. I think he got like six or I think he got like six or seven that are just guaranteed you can't beat them. Wankster, you're not Wankster's Wankster's one of his best records. Wankster. You're not beating uh Go Shorty It's Your Birthday. I was about to say you're not beating I Get Money. You're not beating I Get Money or the remix. Well, he's not gonna play the remix. You can play either one. But he ain't beating I Get Money. You're not beating Hate It or Hate Love. It or love it. It. Uh, what was the other game record? This is how we do. You may that's, you you that's could get it. past that. You could get past that. You're not beating uh, just a little bit because Scott Storch beat Manny Fresh with just a little bit. Um, and there's maybe one or two other ones in there somewhere. Maybe the So Seductive record or one of the uh, G Unit Beg for Mercy records. Um, no, what up? What up? Get what up? Blood. You're not beating what up? Blood ever. People can beat that. You can't beat that. Ti can beat that. You can't. You can't. He, he, yeah. wait, wait, what? ASAP? No, or, or it, like he's. If, I don't got him. Like, if Ti was to throw out like a um, a rubber band man, he could get past that. Rubber band man's not beating what up, blood. It I, could get past that. Uh, yeah, I've seen night to the right people. I've seen nightclubs erupt. Oh, I could believe it. Twenty years later, erupt. I, I could believe it, but I think you can get past. I think people. I, I think a lot of people could get. Jack could get past that. You got, I think, and what up, what, what up, blood, what up, cuz is low key about him. I think he could get past that. Jock is, it's funny though, but like you going to back down, Jock can't get past back down. No, he can't. Where like T.I. could get past back down. He can get past back down. But Jock can't. Because it's not relevant to Right. Exactly. I just think 50 got like a good six to eight that is guaranteed points. 
And I would have to see on the other side. I would have to really go through the catalog and see what are the guaranteed points. Because at that point, now it becomes a tit for tat thing. Versus is on the awards for next week for shit. That we like the uh, what is the we we over you award? I, yeah. Like, cause cause with all this shutdown shit and the, like no regular earth, all the verses is coming. Like you think you've seen bad verse because they scraping the pot already. You know what they? Keisha Cole. You know what and, they announced yesterday? Who? E forty and too short. Nah, I promise you, it's not really. Oh wow! I'm, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I, I'm not all the way mad at that because I can understand. I, it's the, for a certain population of right. people. Yeah, I don't give a fuck though. Like, and I love both of them as people. I don't want to hear their music in 2020. Like, let me know when y'all both go back and forth with your little John records. Right. And, like when you Where play, the, where's that stretch? With that stretch <laughs> where you play hyphy and he plays uh. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> let me. I mean, uh, tell me when to go. And you play. Uh, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Let me know when y'all. Yeah. And you better have Keek the Sneak there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keek the Sneak in a wheelchair. King of the Super Duper. Happy, happy, happy. That was my. He's in a All wheelchair. All your wife. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. Love me, love me, love me. I'm trying to fade it. Keek the Sneak was killing that shit. <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Shout out, Keith the Sneak. Nigga said, AJ, honey, Jose, 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 Dude, that was my shit. Go stupid. Go dumb, dumb. Forty said, "I ain't got dress, but I'm thinking about growing, growing some." That was the shit. He was fifty, forty. <laughs> he was fifty then. That was a decade ago. Nigga <laughs> just grew some dress at fifty. Forty rich as fuck. Forty got a special seat at the Golden State games. You ever see his chairs? Yeah. He got the drone on the angle and yeah. shit. Rich as fuck. You ever heard a story about him and Biggie? Oh yeah, he uh he booked Biggie for a show. Yeah. He was gonna smoke him. Pull the Kevin Gates. <laughs> yeah. Book you for a show and get you show. Yeah, like real shit. Shot that that should be a good John though. They got tons of shit. Yeah, no. Tons they, of, they got thirty years worth of music each. Yeah, tons of up there Oakland shit. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I think the I think a battle like that would be better than people would be would think, but I think the general public is not interested. No, that's what I'm saying, but that's where it's like they're scraping a pot as far as like because yeah. the big artists have established they're not doing it. Wayne yeah. not doing it, Drake not doing it, Jay not doing it. Yeah, people talk about Kanye Lil, not doing people it. People talk about Lil Wayne doing a verse. I'm like, yo, Lil Wayne doesn't know how to work a computer. Like, you know, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, like I don't think 50 gonna do one. I don't think uh who else? Um Nicki Minaj not doing one. No. You know, like all the big dogs have established they not doing it. So it's like, you know, the naughty by nature in EPMD versus <laughs> is coming. You know what I'm saying? Like What was the joke that they said they was uh oh, CNN versus the Dog Pound. Oh lord. <laughs> I said, yo, the Dog Pound had one album. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit that came out on Koch don't count. Dog food uh, is the only dog pound album I acknowledge. Uh, they gonna be the out there playing one. shit like uh, real soon and all of the reunion <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like real. Cali is active. Cali is active. <laughs> what you know about that? <laughs> you know, that's Yo, real shit. I bang with thugs. I hang with. Glad that was the shit. The be uh, shit off uh, corrupts fucking uh, corruption album. CNN would wipe the floor with them. They would kill the dog. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. Once they play Invincible, it's Don't over. I know this wouldn't happen, but if Drake was to go against somebody, who would y'all think he could go against? Kanye. It's the only person. It's the only person that makes sense. Kanye. Kanye or Jay Z. That's what I, I think. I don't I think, think the Jay Jones makes sense. I don't think it's fair for Jay. I don't. I, 
Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you talking about it, like my whole thing is, what's the criteria? Like that's what we I'm don't saying. have a grading rubric for verses. That's the problem. I like, don't know about is it a hits battle or is it a song we like battle or is it a who shot a nigga more recently battle? That's <laughs> right. what this should be. So realistically, and this is why I would say people still saying Gucci won. Nobody wants nobody wants to acknowledge this shit when it comes to Jay because Jay's a phenomenal rapper and everybody loves Hove and yeah. loves Jigga and like Jay Z's the goat and all this shit and people don't want to like accept this shit is that Jay-Z, Jigga, like... This is the greatest rapper of all time. Jigga, man, like, (laughs) Reasonable Doubt, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, the intro to Dynasty. And after that, when Change the Game... Streets is watching. Well, Streets is watching, yeah, that was Volume 1 time. But when Change the Game came on, Hove transformed into Hover, H to the O-V, and he became a... Completely different song maker, rapper. Jay-Z has stated this shit on several tracks. I want to rap like Common Sense. I did five mil and ain't been rapping rapping like like Common common Sense. (laughs) If skill sold, truth be told, I would probably be lyrically Taleb Kweli. Here's another track, the remix to 50 Joan uh, on the first album. On the first album. Dun-dun. Oh, if I can't do it. If I can't do it, Jay-Z said... That's uh, another unbeatable 50 record. That's a, that's a great <laughs> record. You can't but Jay, Jay said on the remix to it, he said, um, I'm going to try to be modest on Blueprint 2, but y'all don't respect modest. Y'all respect dollars. You got to believe I think like an artist, but my bill's through the roof. I can't do numbers, numbers like, like the, the roots. roots. Jay, like, Jay changed everything about the way he was making music and rapping. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. when it com- And then when it comes to that pop crossover shit, he's doing shit like Crazy in Love and all of them type records. And if you put that shit up against Drake... Jay loses 20 to nothing. (laughs) So it's going to have to turn into a I really had 92 bricks on 560 State Street battle where it's like, oh, no, Drake can't beat feeling it. Drake can't beat uh, Allure. Allure. You know, all of them type records. So it's like at that point, who even wants to watch that battle? Who wants to watch Jay-Z perform Dead Presidents and Drake do Controller? (laughs) (laughs) Who who the fuck wants to watch that? You understand what I'm saying? So the only battle for Drake would be Drake Kanye. performing one dance against uh, the evil. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dog. Like, it's not going to make no sense. Drake get done. Hold on. We going home. Jay like, yeah, that was cute. Here we go with this one. And he cut on fucking a million and one questions done by or, Primo. Or, or the intro. <laughs> like, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So the only battle for Drake would be Kanye. That's the only one. Yeah. Or Wayne, which I don't even want to see. But for Jay, it would it would probably be the Nas joint. Because it's like Nas can go into that pocket. I'm going to say He this. has them records. He has new shit. He has old shit. He I'm has a, shit he tried that didn't work. I'm going to say this. If Cortez not picking Wayne records, I don't never want to see Wayne in the verses. Like, mm. if Cortez or Mac Main don't handcraft yeah. the list. Because Wayne will get in there and do the Joni did with Wyclef Wayne will play, in a heartbeat. Wayne, Sweetest girl. Favorite. Wayne will play the whole I'm not a human being. Yeah. Wayne part two. Wayne will get in there and dead ass do some shit. You like. Wait, why on, you pick dog. these like, up? What the fuck? You know what I peeped with the Jeezy John? Jeezy didn't even do Soul Survivor. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That's arguably his best record. Like, huh? He ain't had to, though, to be you honest. You know what else yeah, he but, didn't do? He but, didn't do uh he didn't do hood nigga remix with Gorilla Zo. He didn't do hood. Did I ever tell you the I have a Gorilla Zo story? <laughs> <laughs> The year was 2004, three, whatever the fuck year Gorilla Zoe was popping, whatever. I was dealing with this shorty from out the county and shit. So 
normal Friday night. I'm chilling. I'm in the crib. I can't believe I've never told this story. I'm chilling. Phone ring. It's like one in the morning. Shit, it's her. You know, it ain't yeah. odd and shit. Yo, what's up? Yo, um, you where you at? I was like, I'm in the crib. Why? What's up? Uh, you you trying link? You know, like that was the relationship we had and shit. Yeah. And she was like, um, yeah, I. I, I was calling to see if you had some weed. Like, I need some weed. Now, at the time, I... I think you told me this off uh, <coughs> Yeah, off yeah. <laughs> I was involved in some some marijuana. You know what I'm saying? That's going on. Yeah. So that, that wasn't odd for somebody to say that to me, but it was odd for her because she don't smoke right. weed. So I'm just like... And I've been around her now for, like, months. So I'm just like... What the fuck do you need weed for? She was like, oh, we leaving this after party. I'm with Gorilla Zoe and his homie. They need some weed. And I was like, who the fuck is Gorilla I'm Zoe? Gorilla Zoe and his homie is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is Gorilla Zoe? She was like, you know, Gorilla Zoe. Beat steady knocking. Whole club rocking. Middle of the stage. I'm like, yeah, I'll call you back. <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> this bitch performed his jingle. <laughs> I know he was sitting there like, she gonna suck slam. this whole dick <laughs> Tonight, I was like, "What the fuck, man?" She performed that shit on the phone, like, and I, I'm like, I wasn't asking who he was, like, I didn't know who it was, bitch. Right. I'm like, why the fuck are why, you calling? Why are you with him? Why are you calling me and telling me this? Do you got some weed? I'm with gorillas. Oh, it's over. Like, so basically, you about to get parties? What you telling? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Our relationship never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's what, shit what never rebounded. In relationships, there's what I call uh oh moments. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be one of them. I real quick, I'm gonna talk. Let's get away from this versus garbage shit. Um, I want to talk about the rappers getting locked up, man, and all of this shit going on with Vlad. If we can, um, uh, I don't know. if We gonna have time to do both. We got about 16 minutes. No, we got a little bit more time, don't we? About 16 minutes. So we gotta pick one. You want to flip? You want to flip a coin? I just don't understand why people are mad at Vlad. And Vlad, to me. When I see Vlad interviews, they don't be as far off as people like to make it seem. Yeah, they take people take a lot of stuff out of context. They leave out like the before and after of certain stuff to try to make it seem like. No, I'm saying like it don't even be like Vlad be crazy digging. Like the same way motherfuckers go on Breakfast Club or come up here or go on Ellen or wherever the fuck they go and they like, so what's been up with you? Be like, oh man, you know, just working. No, no, they be like, I'm working, (laughs) you know, putting together some music, you know. Um, focus on being a dad. You know, I just had my daughter. Da, 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 you know, life is good. And like, oh, great. They go on Vlad and Vlad, like, so what's been up with you? Be like, I just shot three niggas. <laughs> when the last time I see you? I see you May, right? I shot a nigga the next weekend. So you didn't even know about the, the one I shot. Because <laughs> I, I had just left. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like, that's how the interview be. Now, I've seen him where he does get kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. diggy. He cuz he, and he, he, for me, what it is is like, how you just talked about academics where you're intelligent and you know you can dance verbally and other people probably can't do that to where yeah. people don't really think about all the angles before they speak or, you know, understand what they saying or who they saying it with. And it's fucked up, but let's just keep it a buck. A lot of rappers really are like senseless. They really don't yeah. have like good people around Fourth them. Fourth grade dropouts. Jay-Z goes into an interview. That's the one thing I, I give him that. We go into an interview these are the list of things you can't bring up. If you bring them up, the interview is over, you getting sued, and you never interviewing anybody else. And Tata going to beat you the fuck and up. And you getting mace. And the vice president of Rock Nation is going to beat you, you the fuck you up. You getting mace. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you have to understand that. 
when it comes to the Vlad Jones, it's like he literally like, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, what what crew do you represent again? And it's on you to just be like, nah, I don't represent no crew. Yeah. Is he got an interview with a bull? I forgot. His, Longway. Dark skin bull with a bunch of gold yeah, yeah, in his yeah. mouth. PB Longway. He got a joint where Vlad, like, yeah, so I see you got a lot of blue, man. Like, you a crip, right? Yeah, he was like, like, nah, the color blue just cool. Like, it's a cool color. <laughs> cool color. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, like, laughing. and gra- mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, like, it's a cool color. The fuck are you talking about? Like, I just. He was like, he was like NPA. Doesn't that stand for money, pounds, and ammunition? He said, no, money, power. Money, power. Yeah. He's like, no, you sure it's not? A- no, power. The whole interview, he just danced around everything. Yeah. Last saying, it's just like, yeah, if you a real live gangster, you I'm not re- about to indict myself on camera, Bruh, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Certain shit ain't got no murder, ain't got no statute of limitations. Kidnapping, rape, ain't got no statute. Niggas of limitations. get on Vlad and Vlad like, so yo, what happened that night at the club? You know, when the whole shoe went down. Niggas is like, well, I pulled the gun out and I cocked it like this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> they be like, uh, so if you look at Exhibit A through G here, like, what? Yeah. If you look at the whiteboard. This me and my car. This them and they car. So I see they car. They said, what's up, nigga? I just start shooting. I ain't even asked what's up back. Yeah. I just started shooting. Then I got out the car, shot some more times. Them niggas is dead. And then I just went home and ate a chicken sandwich. And then come to find out when they was like, what's up? They was like saying hi. They was fans and shit. Yeah. They just wanted to see what was going on. <laughs> but by then, they was dead already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really how Vlad interviews be working. Soldier Boy's interview was on Vlad. The shit where he told Oh, yeah. Bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky Zeke got a crazy joint. That wasn't Vlad, though. <laughs> that was flip the script. Yeah, the joint. <laughs> he said, I grabbed the gat. It was like, boop, block, boop, block, blit out. He said, damn, I sound like a New York nigga. And then proceeds to get more New York for the rest of the shit. Like, that's the most ridiculous. Like, he said he had me in a full Nelson. He said, he said I had the nigga in a full Nelson. I must have had him too tight because the nigga swung yeah. his leg. <laughs> And then it left my shit open. He said he snatched my chain, but I caught it. <laughs> he said he snatched the chain and he tossed it, and then I reached out. <laughs> he said I reached out. Frankie <laughs> 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 was funny as shit on that. But yeah, it's like they get in these interviews to just say idiot yeah, everything. It's crazy. And it'd be man. like, oh, Vlad the cops. And it'd be like, nah, you just kind of went up in there wild. He wilder. said the nigga right here pulls out the hammer. Yeah. And the two <laughs> niggas down there pull Pulled out, out the, the hammers. <laughs> so now I'm wrestling with this oh. nigga. He drops the oh. hammer. Good times, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing with Vlad is that, you know. Why are people mad about the Casanova shit? Cause they, a lot of people I saw this is right before I delete my show. Oh, they're like, trying to say that uh, the the feds allegedly used the uh, the Casanova interview with Vlad, um, but he was like, I mean that was his fault. What the fuck? Like at at some point, you know, Vlad do a lot of fuck shit. Like the shit with Minister Farrakhan and all that was out of pocket. Vlad does a lot of like kind of like underhanded shit like behind the scenes, and I definitely hate the way that he carries Dame Dash. Um, and he's been trying to like campaign to like get people to not fuck with Dame Dash, specifically like white media, like Adam Twenty Two, because they had a bad exchange. Basically, like Dame he, he, Vlad asked Dame to do an interview. Dame ended up saying, "I was I'm gonna get back to you." Da da da. He ended up doing an interview with somebody else, uh, talking around what Vlad wanted to talk about. He said Vlad hit him on a Sunday morning. I'm with my daughter. Talking about yo, why that's fucked up? Why you ain't so so so? He said, "Ho, brother, 
I don't work for you. Like, and why are you on my phone with this energy? Like, what makes you think that you're entitled to anything related to Dame Dash? Stop playing with me before this goes somewhere else. He said, I left it at that. He said, so now Vlad is running around telling all these people in the media that I threatened him. When in reality, he came at me first with the aggressive energy, and I responded back to what he said. Every reaction gets a motherfucker. Gets a reaction. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if you push me and I shoot you, you probably shouldn't have pushed me. Like, you, you're probably yeah. having a terrible fucking day now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So... Uh, so like so when it comes to like certain shit that Vlad do, he's completely out of pocket. But as far as like the interviews and shit like that, man, the best Kevin Gates said it best. The best answer, to, and I think he said this on Vlad. The best answer to any question is, I don't know. <laughs> like people refuse to just take the out. Oh, I don't know. I don't recall. Little Wayne did a whole fucking five hour deposition. I don't recall. What you mean by that? I gotta ask God. <laughs> I gotta ask yeah. God. I don't recall. <laughs> like. You can say nothing. You can always say nothing. I, I never understood that when it comes to this situation. So with Casanova's case. Casanova has a Rico case. They got, I was about to say they hit him with a Rico, right? Yeah, it's him and like 13 other people. Um, they said it's the Untouchable Gorilla Nation, which is a blood set in New York. And, um, you know, this is the other party that was involved with the shootout with Takashi and them at the Barclays Center. And, um, you know, I pretty much knew it was like, at some point, this is going to catch up to y'all. Like, you can't have a shootout at the Barclays Center. You're going to jail at some point. And, uh, you know, basically, I think it was like, it wasn't that long of an investigation, like maybe a three, four year investigation. And niggas is indicted. They allegedly killed the teenager. Uh, drug dealing, racketeering, the whole gamut. Everything that you need for a Rico, it's all in there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on a Rico, usually the low man on the totem pole looking at somewhere like seven years. The big dogs is looking at 15 to 30 somewhere in that pocket. So uh, they definitely in a bad position. And, you know, the whole thing is that rappers got to understand if you are in New York City, and you are united under any sort of flag or any form of organized crime, you are going to jail. Yeah. The Schmurders all fucking went to jail. Yeah, One of them got the the worst case of them got 97 years because he refused to take the plea. Yeah. They gave him 97 years. And a couple of them uh, just start coming home. Bobby and Rowdy come home uh, around this time next year. So the Schmurders, uh, Takashi and company, all of them went to jail. Even down to Takashi Red Ass had to go do a fucking a year in jail. Um, it goes back to that Vlad shit, though. It's like for you to get up there and say stupid things and answer stupid-ass questions instead of just being like, I don't know. Casanova flat out said, like, yeah, I stabbed like seven niggas in jail. Oh. <laughs> like, that's the content of the interview. Why would you say that in front of a camera? Dog. I seen an ab interview. It wasn't even Vlad. Vlad his Vlad joint was wild. Yo, his, all of his interviews as well. Yeah, one joint where he was basically like, yeah, I took the chain from Cassidy and sold it for some soft. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this out? Ab had an interview, right, on a street corner that was called hashtag we with the dumb shit. <laughs> I see that on YouTube. It's yeah. him, skinny me. King Erner and about 30 other niggas that look, that all look like ass from various parts yeah. of the city standing on the street corner talking about how they will murder anybody. Hey, yeah, man. It just, for 20 minutes. Some, some of these interviews, it's like you go in there, it's, it's, it's cool to just be like, yeah, man, I, I rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just rap, I do music. You know, uh, uh, what set you affiliated with? You mean like what producers I work with? Like, I, I'm cool working with any producer, actually. You know, what I'm, like just anything. But for you to get up there and be like, 
No, I mean, I, I've rapped. That's my passion. But, like, my bread and butter is, you know, gang activity, murder, prostitution. Pistol whipping niggas yeah. and shit like that. It's Hanging just, niggas off balconies. Yeah, you know, Shook Night shit. It's just, you don't need to do that. My Paru shit. You know what I'm saying? The G Herbo Fed case is wild. <laughs> because he was using a fucking car that said O'Malley on it. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so the G Herbo case is basically like... It's like a trumped up fraud case, basically. Yeah. Like it's a it's a fraud case, it's an aggravated identity theft case. You know what I'm saying? They probably scammed overall less than a million dollars. The top nigga that's involved that was actually cracking the cards and all of that shit, he's probably gonna get four years. G Herbo gonna get somewhere between six to eighteen months, fucking either probation, supervised release, uh But they were uh, doing uh, this shit for shit. fucking uh exotic pets. What's pets it? exotic pets, vacations. And, and limo rentals. And limo, or, or private jet rentals. Yeah, private jet rentals. But the car that they was using had the last name O'Malley on it. It's like, <laughs> when you see a bunch of Chicago niggas, <laughs> which one of y'all is Irish? <laughs> Somebody was like, um, if he beat this and he get out, he got to drop a mixtape called O'Herbo. O'Herbo. <laughs> 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 oh, Herbo. Oh, Herbo is fucking shit. That's hilarious. Fucking man. O'Malley. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, you a nigga from Chicago with tattoos on your neck. You hand them the car and it say something from O'Malley. You know they. Like, like nigga, on. please. I'm reading through the fucking case file. Uh, Kev sent us the case file or whatever. I'm reading through the case file and. Um, the shit basically says, uh, like, they bought a $20,000 dog over the phone yeah. with a credit card. And I'm just like, that's y'all stupidity yeah. for selling them the fucking right. exotic dog breeder. You selling them a $20,000 dog over the phone. It's crazy to think of how different fraud is now when it comes to that shit. Because you know what I watched the other day for the first time in, like, 15 years? I watched Mo Money. Oh, yeah. With Mo Damon Wayne's and Marlon yeah. Wayne's. And it's crazy because it made me think about when my mom and my dad used to use their credit cards in front of me back in the day. They would put that shit in the machine, swipe it left, swipe it back up. Take an imprint of the And card. then they would just sign that that shit don't go through for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you home you home with your shit, safe as hell. Like, dog. Like, it was no electronic shit. They just used to take like a... um. Remember, like, the receipt books where it's like a pink sheet, yellow yeah. sheet, white? They used to do that with the credit card. Yeah. We'll put that shit in at the end of the month. <laughs> like You can know now by the time you get out the store somebody use your card. Dog. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> Straight up. I remember one day I went to, it was funny as shit, I went to Mod Pizza in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Then I went to, what's the shrimp, Joan? Redstone, a Plymouth meeting to get some shrimp. Mm -hmm. I got pizza from Mod in Jersey. Then I got shrimp from Redstone in Jersey. I mean, in a Plymouth mm -hmm. Then I went to Firepoint out Granite Run to buy so, oh, some, this nigga scamming. To buy some carrot cake. <laughs> My bank called me like, is your card lost? I'm like, no, I'm just on some grease. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on tour right now. My yeah, goodness. they like, nigga, what the fuck you got? Because this shit hit three different fucking yeah. places that fucking fast. They like, that's I how I remember when we had the bar, when we had after midnight, I used to go to Jersey and buy liquor. Uh, bar owners don't do that. It's illegal. But I used to go we to, used to do it. We used to go to Camden. No bullshit. We used yeah, to, do I used to go to Jersey and buy liquor. So every time I would go and use my fucking debit card from Wells Fargo, they would block my car. And every time it was at like seven at night. And I'm like, yo, I'm calling Wells Fargo like, yo, what y'all don't understand is that. Where I'm at in Philadelphia in Southeast PA, I can end up in Delaware or New Jersey in 
15 minutes yeah, real shit. very easily. So it's like, yo, if y'all see me operating within this tri-state region, you probably shouldn't block my fucking card, yeah. yo. Every fucking time, block, block. Like, they would uh, block my transaction every fucking time. When we, uh, when we went to the Bahamas, we got off the boat, got off in the Nassau. I went to buy, like, a hat, use my debit card. That shit was like, uh, it wouldn't go, it didn't say approved. Yeah. Literally 10 seconds, my phone rang. I'm like, hello? They're like, where you at? I'm like, man, I'm in there. So open the goddamn car. Open the car. So it's like, yeah, that fraud shit worked way. You got to be a mastermind now to pull that shit off. Yeah. It ain't like back in the You know what I saw the other day? I watched Jamila T. Davis on The Breakfast Club. Who's that? She's like the female Wallow from New York. Oh, okay. I think they did a video together before. It's your girl, Jamila T. Davis. You know how it's going down. Like, yeah, she's yeah. like the female. She's not as animated as Wallow, okay. but she's like a female Wallow. But she went to jail for, like, fraud. Yeah. And they gave her, like, one of the largest sentences in, like, American history. Oh, shit. Yeah, she got, like, a 15-year sentence for that shit. It was crazy as fuck, her story. Yo. But she was she was basically saying on there how she was the it girl for, like, hip-hop and ball players to, like, give them, like, A1 credit and all this crazy shit she was doing. She had connects in the fucking uh, credit bureaus that, like, say you get a deal tomorrow and you're a street nigga. Yeah. You get a deal tomorrow, she would do some shit to get you 850 credit. Damn. So you could just go wild the fuck out. Just pay her five, six grand, whatever. That's exactly, yeah. So, you know, she was doing all this shit, but then she eventually, it was it was actually a pretty compelling story and shit. Damn. But I, I knew something was up because people listened to her on Instagram. Yeah. And that's the only reason people listen to people. Because they went to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Wallow. Like as, as good as Wallow is at what he does, people only listen to him because he did a dub. Yeah, if he didn't do a dub, they'd be like, they'd be like, the fuck, fuck is Bull talking about? That, yeah. that's, ain't that fucked up? He had 14,000 followers. <laughs> ain't that how fucked up our culture is? Yeah. That's real. Like, you went to jail? Oh, shit. Well, you know, what, 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 <laughs> that's really how we are. You was in there with Manuel Noriega and shit? What's going on? But, um, yeah, I was, her story was pretty decent and shit. You know what I'm saying? I always seen her on Instagram and just, like, never really knew what was what. And, you know. Yeah. Was, but, yeah, she was saying how she was doing that shit for, like, rappers and a bunch of niggas, street niggas, you know. <laughs> Like, think about if you think about how many motherfuckers would tomorrow if you could pay a couple grand to have eight fifty credit. What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she had motherfuckers in the credit bureaus that was just damn. Delete this, change this, fix this payment history. Yeah, he had he had two Bentleys he paid off. You know what I'm saying? Crazy (laughs) shit. It was a good fucking story. Yeah, I gotta check that out. The um, I really got nothing else that I uh want to chop it about. Um, Tiny Lister died. Rest in peace. Rest in uh, peace to Debo. Um, I saw the, I, on Facebook that they somebody posted a picture that said "Rest in peace, Debo," and it was Steve from Jerry Springer. And I'm just like, see, this is what I be talking about. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, Debo. This is what I be talking about with the internet. Um, outside of that, I got nothing with uh, any of this left. Um, yeah, I mean, the NBA's back. That's good. I guess you know it's literally me and and Chad out there with Lamelo and <laughs> <laughs> and fucking. Uh, I tell you what, Lamelo was a gifted fucking passer, man. Mm-hmm. He's a he's he's probably a blockhead when it comes to shot we, selection. We gotta stuff give like that. we before we bounce. We gotta give old head his props, and I'm gonna do something for him next week on the award show. Um, Lavar, we gotta give Lavar. He got all three of his sons into the NBA. Yeah, LeAngelo Le- got cut yesterday. He got cut from the Pistons. Nothing mind LeVar. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> God damn it. Two lottery picks, though. Yeah, two lottery picks. That were number two and number three, right? Yeah, yeah, two top three yeah. picks. Damn, they cut LiAngelo. Yep. I think he's going to land with somebody. 
If he was in game shape enough to get picked up on an initial run, because he was been picked up like a month ago. So if he was in, in shape enough to get picked up and he had impressive enough workout, somebody would pick him up. Even if it's on a two-way contract, he'd get picked yeah. up. So he'd be all right. Damn. What is LiAngelo doing that he can't just... Is he the oldest son or the middle son? Middle. 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 I was about to say, he's younger yeah, than always me. the middle child. <laughs> Niggas be counting me out. Like, you know yep, what I'm saying? Always yeah. the fucking middle child. Uh, but next week, we got the TRP Awards for the year. Facts. This year has been long as shit. Yeah, Do you man. know how it's, long? This year has been four years. I was putting together, because we never give ourselves props. And I did uh, one of the uh, awards this year is for the best TRPE moment. And I was writing down the moments. And my homie at work was sitting next to me. And he was the one, because I had forgot all about the live show refrigerator story yeah and i was like that was three years ago he was like nigga the love show was in january i'm like not of this year he was like what the fuck year you was in i'm like and i went and looked i'm like duh yeah that was january our live show was in 2020 yeah yikes yeah this year long as fuck yeah shit fucked up man i'm like no the live show was three four years ago (laughs) three four years ago. that's how it feel (laughs) He was like, nah, nigga, that shit was in January. Because remember, y'all was going to do the second one in April, April 3rd. I'm like, oh, shit. April 3rd of last year. <laughs> he was like, of 19. He was like, no, nigga, this year. I'm like, damn. Like, this yeah, year has shit. really been long as all yes, hell. Yes, it man. has, man. Long as all hell. We finally made it to the end. We, I don't know if we hit 500. 500 what? Murders. Oh. Remember, where we, we were, where that, we at right over now? under was 500. I saw like 465 the other day. Oh, y'all woke up a little bit. I, 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 I thought murder slowed down a little bit. God damn, we at 472. Oh, yeah. But no, we, is, uh, we might not make December 13th? I don't know, man. Y'all niggas got 17 days, man. Just go take a nap, man. The shit shut down. Stay in 470. Out. 470. What we need? We need 20. We need 30. Nah, I don't think we're going to hit 30. Nah. Not with the Not Christmas. in 17 days. Christmas Not and with shit. the Christmas season. And you can't go to, like, Del Frisco's? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You can't go to Del. If you can't go to Del Frisco's or Biblos, your chances of murdering niggas significantly drops. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we. Have yeah, no. Nah. I think I think we're gonna cap out like four eighty five. I'm gonna go for the fact that we're guessing on how much murder. Is, I mean, is, is bad. <laughs> <laughs> bad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four eighty five. I'm 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 a I'm gonna go four eighty nine. Yeah. All right. All right, so we'll see. So what remember happens. those numbers out there, audience. We'll four eighty five, four eighty nine. We'll see where we end up at. When we I'd come like back to end the year at four seventy. I would like for if, it to stop right we, now if we could. But, but Philadelphia. So the reality of it is, <laughs> somebody getting clapped tonight. Somebody's gonna run out of lawnmower fluid for their dirt bike, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, lawnmower fluid, <laughs> and just be angry as shit tomorrow. <laughs> and you know. We'll see what happens, but yeah, uh, that shit is crazy. Next week award show, and then you know year in uh, predictions for twenty one and everything else. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to all of our viewership on YouTube, all of our listenership on Apple, uh, Google Play, Amazon, everywhere else. Shout out to our listeners um, in Europe on Deezer. Um, and shout out to our TV viewership on NGTV. Once again, we are on Roku right now. We will be added to Apple TV and 
Fire stick. Fire stick within the next seven days. So y'all can catch us on your television now also. And uh, shout out to Vicky, our TV partner from NGTV. We appreciate you. Follow her on Instagram at Vicky, V-I-C-K-E-Y underscore time. And follow the TV network at NGTVP. No, NGTV network. I changed it. Oh, NGTV network. Did a rebrand like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, Dan is down there cashing in on one of the 100 favors Noriega <laughs> and apparently. So, you know. We'll be back next week. Uh, you know, hopefully no COVID, no uh, no gout. <laughs> Your foot falling asleep on the bus is kind of wild still. It's kind of asleep now. I ain't going to hold you. You know, it's like I'm lifting my leg up and shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. But, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, you know, Lord willing, I got nothing else. We out. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.